0: discounted festival of trees tickets are available at select acme locations get into the holiday spirit this year at festival of trees presented by acme november 12th through the 14th take your time enjoying hundreds of decorated trees at our indoor holiday event that also includes live entertainment holiday shopping santa and introducing this year the festival of trees pub all proceeds from selling the trees support local animal rescues and shelters go to customer service at your local acme and secure your discounted tickets now. Konnichiwa!
1: Minasan!
0: Konnichiwa!
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Talk the Cakey. I am Matt, your host, and joining me today for the fall season premiere, this guy, this fucking guy. Hi. Evan, what's up? We should do that. Do you be
2: like Kevin Kelly and uh, Chris Charlton together? I don't watch their English commentary. <laughs> you really don't? No. You watch Shabby's commentary? Yeah. So whenever they like, oh, I'm Kevin Kelly, and I'm joined by Chris Charlton. Chris, yoroshiko onigashimasu. Yoroshiko yeah. <laughs> they Yeah. That's how they start every fucking broadcast. So we should start doing it. I'm still, awesome. not,
1: still, still not watching, but yeah.
2: Yeah, so let's, but we, anyway, the point is we should start with yoroshiko which means nice to be with you all in Japanese for those who don't know what we're saying. Uh, um, okay. It could also mean nice to meet you as well. Yoroshikane. Um, or um, it, it, there's various meanings. Like you'll see, and that's, you know, real quick on a sidebar. You know, there was on a, the on a quick sidebar, there was a conversation in the group in terms of I don't know if you saw it because I know we talked about it in the admin chat. There was a a group in term uh, sorry, a conversation in terms of how Japanese translations aren't the same as the English dub translations. And the point was that they're both inconsistent. And I wouldn't say that they're not they're not incorrect. They are inconsistent, however, where you know, like I just said, when I say it can mean, you know, pleasure to meet you. Nice to see, or not nice to see, you. pleasure to meet you I'm in your care, um, i a pleasure to work with you. There's different like variations to that, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, I just wanted to, to I guess, bring that out in the forefront in terms of the fact that even though people said like, oh, I'm a dub, even though I'm not a dub fan, I always talk shit about people that watch dub, but by reality, you know, Japanese um, translations aren't necessarily the same as, um, as what you hear in Japanese. And then same thing with English dub as well. If you're hearing it in English dub, there's a good chance that that's not what was said in the original Japanese translation, perhaps it, it, it sounds better, and it, maybe that's what should have been said. But in terms of how they translated it, 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 it's just for the sake of the show and for the sake of continuity, and not so much what was literally transcribed, either in the manga or in the original Japanese commentary. So,
1: I am rank sixteen thousand eight hundred and something in the fantasy anime league. <laughs> oh, I thought it was. In- no, 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 no. But uh, uh, I'm not getting the good results right now. Oh, well.
2: Uh come in.
1: That's yeah. fine. Whatever. Uh,
2: it was last minute call,
1: shit anyway. Aw, I <laughs> You know not remember? Anyway, this is, the, at... this is the official oh, fall, season, fall season for Talk to Keiki. We're off to a great uh, start, aren't we, guys? Yeah, we are. We're only going to do a few reviews, while the rest is going to be first impressions, and we'll give you a top five of what has impressed us so far.
2: And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot that we are going to cover this season. We have Ichi, Ni, San, Yon, Go, Rok, Nana, Hach, Kyu, Ju. We have ten anime we are watching together. Among the animes that we are—well, actually, no, eleven, including Aquatope. We have 11 animes we're watching together we have one two for me so I've got 13 anime I'm sorry 14 animes and matt's got a lot more he's got one two three four other ones that he's watching on his own so 10 11 I'm at and we did finish one over the weekend <laughs> we finished two technically well not really finished but you know we can review one um yeah so we'll
1: I, get i, I, I I'll, I'll get into that when we get to it <laughs> We'll get to it. we'll get to it.
2: All right. So real quick news and notes. We don't really have much. There's a single thing that I wanted to bring up, and that is Bell, the uh, beautiful, uh, basically Japanese version of Beauty and the Beast. Um, it is coming to American theaters in late January, if I believe. I'm not looking at the article in front of me, but I believe it's January the 22nd. So Friday, January 22nd, it will be in American theaters. Um, I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, like I said, it's the Japanese version of Beauty and the Beast. It's it's received rave reviews. It's made a lot of yen in Japan. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing it. Matthew and I are talking because I'm actually, you know, unrelated to um, the podcast. I'm probably going to try my hardest to go up there for a wrestling events that I want Matthew to go with me. And he promised that he would. So I'm really excited to see my buddy again. But yeah. while we're up there, it's the same fucking weekend. So maybe... We can watch Bell together, and we can watch GCW and fucking Deathmatch Wrestling together.
1: There we go. Yay, a date weekend with my podcast host. I'm so excited. All right, just don't give us three weeks delay again. Yeah, we'll try our best not to. We should record, dude, while we're up there. We could we could probably do that. We, we will see. We'll, we'll probably do, like, sit down in the car. And review it as like a little video. On the way back, right? Yeah. And by the way, we're not confirmed yet, but we're also talking about maybe
2: going video soon. So you crazy motherfuckers get to see our beautiful mugs or ugly, depending on what you like or don't like. We will think about it. Yeah. It's mostly on Matthew's side. I'm used to being on camera. I like being on camera. I can dress up on camera. Matthew's a little bit shy, but it's okay. We'll try and work him out, you know, out of that shyness and get him on camera for you folks to, to love and or criticize. Whichever one.
1: All right, Anyway, let's uh, let's we're gonna just dive right into it. Uh, again, Bell comes out in January. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But uh, until then, let's get to the continuations. Yes. Uh, but after next time we record, we'll add Aqua to what we're watching together because it's basically just the one thing.
2: Yes, we'll always start off with Aqua because that's already progressed.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but, but we will start Aqua Top when we do the seasonal reviews.
0: My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. One of
2: the reviews that we have for you guys is 86. Um, we'll figure out where we want to do with that because technically that's a continuation. It's the second core of the first season. Um, maybe we'll basically start off with those two, Aquatope and 86, even though I, it's hard for me to want to start off with 86. Same thing with Jobless. just Oh, God, there's so much to talk about. All
1: right, whatever. Well, Let's well, well, well that one, well, 86 you watch by yourself. So You don't watch 86? I told you I haven't. Really? I didn't know that. I swear to God, I, I, I was I was focused on Fruit Basket.
2: Oh man, dude. Because ah. I because I'm trying to finish that first. Bro, I would try try your damnedest to fucking
1: watch 86, dude. Because that it is tr- if, there, if, there, if if there's for some reason somehow some way time when I come back or depending on what time I, I finish Fruit Basket, I will try to. There's only the 13 time. episodes.
2: All right. You know what? That's fine. I'll go. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna go. Well, fuck. I guess by definition, I'll I'll do that last. I'll start this off last, and then we'll go to commercial. I'll do that. Let's all right. Let me go ahead. I have two seasonals that I'm 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 watching before we go into Aquatope. Um, do you want me to talk about '86 before Aquatope or after Aquatope?
1: After Aquato. Uh, All right, we'll talk about it
2: after Aquato. So that's fine. All right, so I'm going to go with Scarlet Nexus and Boruto, guys. Scarlet Nexus, again, continues to uh, to get better. Basically, we find um, the story ends in episode 14 with Nagi about to confront y- Yuito's platoon. So in episode 15, the majority of the episode focuses on their battle. <clears throat> it's a back and forth battle. Again, Yuito doesn't want to fight his best friend. And so he manages to lure him into, and which was great continuity in terms of the storytelling. They, he lures him into alone, by the way. It's just him and Yuito at first. Um, He lures him alone into their secret training base. And so when they were friends, when they were in, in training camp, basically, they would head to this, like, see condemned building and they would uh, practice their their psionic powers in the condemned building. So he lures him there and he uses no jitsu basically, to try and talk him down. And he basically creates conflict uh, within Nagi's brain. However, it's tough because Nagi, he doesn't want to fight his best friend. He loves his best friend. He wants to be there for his best friend. But he, he, basically, his powers and his mind is overwritten by the experiments that new Himeka has done. And so he continues to use his powers at a very, very strong clip, strong clip, strong clip, until he overuses them and he dies. It's quite sad. Um, we basically see a final like conversation between Yuito and um, and Nagi. Nagi comes to, he apologizes, he tells Yuito how much he appreciates him and he dies in his arms in a very emotional moment for the, for everybody there after Yuito uh passes they manage to make their way to the government uh to the you know the the, the capital basically the capital building and so Yuito and the platoon end up speaking to um, to chairman uh, uh uh, Sumaragi, which is basically Yuito's last name I'm, I'm saying that incorrectly, I apologize but for now, because I don't have it directly in front of me we'll do Sumeragi. Basically, he has a conversation with, with Chairman Sumeragi and he explains, like listen, I know these things from Togetsu and, you know, this isn't right you know, I don't understand why you're trying to have this fucking, this, this thing to try and, you know, with the moon and whatnot and he mentions that basically, since he knows, his brother tells him the whole story and he says we're doing this for revenge on the moon we're doing this to carry out your ancestor's legacy by the way your ancestor is still alive d- in the depths of this building um he's in cold sleep basically they confirm and so um you Yuito's platoon basically says like hey you know i we you know i get you want to do uh you want to have uh, revenge but there's no reason to this is like fucking 2,000 years in the past, there's no need, let's just focus on us and he's like, no, we're gonna use your powers basically and we're gonna use everybody's brains to communicate and try and break what's called the extinction belt, which is basically like the surrounding belt that protects the Earth from the Moon in this instance and uh, one of the platoon members notes that hey, only people with psionic powers can offer their psionic powers to someone like Yuito, anybody that you take their brain from and to use these powers you're gonna effectively make them brain-dead and kill them. And his brother's like, well, so be it. And so um, basically Yuito does not agree to that and calls his brother Monster and says nope we're not going to do it your way and he leaves and uh, his brother says listen you're sullying our name and you know this isn't right this isn't what your ancestors this is your duty as a Sumeragi and he's like listen he's like I think dad would be like our father who's the the, the former uh, chairman who got killed in, earlier in the season he said I think he would be okay with it I'm totally fine being not being a Sumeragi I don't care about my legacy I don't care about the family I just want to do the right thing and so they basically get ambushed and they escape um the second part of the of the of the episode which is basically where it ends is um they rendezvous with uh kasane and her platoon and someone from kasane's team i believe they have like with like these engineers basically that help them with like with communications and things of that nature directions like a comms person basically and so the comms person says listen i knew um, we I know, like you know, we weren't gonna get a chance like this, so I recorded the conversation. Um, and they're gonna basically try and release it, uh, to the public, so that way they're aware, like, hey, your leadership wants to fucking kill you guys. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But the episode ends basically with them informing Kasane that they're moving all the man-made others, um, which includes uh, you, uh, I'm sorry, Kasan, Kasane's sister, to a different facility. And this shocks Kasane. She's like, oh, my God, my sister, my sister, my sister. They also let her know that Fubuki, which is the basically Yuito's captain, or commander, I should say, um, and also Karen's best friend, or sorry, not even Karen's best friend, but Karen's uh, brother-in-law, basically, um, who's his sister Karen for those I don't think I've mentioned this, but Karen's sister, um, which is Fubuki's wife, uh, was also turned into an other. We don't know how, whether that was an accident, whether it was done on purpose, but she's also an other. And so the whole process is being led by Fubuki and they're transferring to some unknown location in the episode. So um again, this the story's getting more and more layered. Um, if I do want to make a critique of this, um, which didn't help the case, is that this the animation in this fucking episode was really shitty. It was fucking... <laughs> it was not a good animation, dude. Through that fight with Nagi and Yuito, it was pretty shitty animation, so I was definitely disappointed. So, this is gonna be one of those, you know, half of me is grateful that, like, you know, I'm watching this. The other half of me, for, and I don't know if I've mentioned this, but this Scarlet Nexus is a fucking, it's a video game. And so, I hear all the time, and you see the visuals on on, on Twitter, I see them when I try to pull, like, when I try to pull pictures for our threads in our group. Um, the gameplay and the, the visuals of the, of the video game are fantastic. And I think honestly if I would have sat down, especially cuz I just got an Xbox One X, a Series X. Um I wish I had started to play the game instead of watching the anime cuz I think I would have enjoyed it better. Um the story is really good. You know, not really good. It's good, you know, definitely definitely good. And it's guy it's pre-layered, but um it's just eh, it's meh as a whole so um those are my two cents in terms of that i gave it a three i mentioned that before i'll leave during the last season it's going to continue to be a three i don't think there's any way that's going to go up to a four so it's a pretty you know average anime for me in general um right. my other uh post boruto coming off the heels of the the greatest episode of boruto ever one of the most talked about episodes ever um one of the most hyped episodes ever um one of the most emotional episodes since shipping in with um uh, actually, you know something? It just dawned on me as well. We did we do we didn't do a review last week, did we? Of what? We have we we've, we've missed several weeks of these reviews, so I haven't talked about Boruto, or have you talk, I? You you talked about Boruto. You talked about all that. Did I talk about how fucking we lost Kurama? Yeah. And Sasuke lost his eye. You did. I don't recall. Anyway, it's worth yeah, noting yeah, again. Yeah, Mama's you gone. you 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 were gushing about him a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember. Man, I've had a lot of alcohol. I've got a lot of things at work. Of course you did! Of course. Anyway, um, it's worth mentioning again, Sasuke no longer has Rinnegan, and Naruto no longer has Kurama. So off the heels of this event, basically, it's up to Boruto to get them back to Konoha. Um, so, Boruto has to use, um, are you? he's trying to use transportation jutsu, and he can't, he's struggling, struggling, and basically, Kawaki berates him, like, oh, you're basically a pussy, stopping a pussy, fucking come up with the, um, you know, learn how to do it. Learn how to do it. Like, don't be scared. Don't be scared. And Barto gets angry at Kawaki, but because of his anger, he's able to channel that energy, and he's able to basically bring them back to Konoha. Um, so they you right. on top of the um, on top of uh, what's it called? On top of the the fire building, on top of the Hokage's office what's it called? Uh, Sarada notices like her father's eyes fucked up and she's like, what's happened? And Boruto basically apologizes. Like, it's my fault. You know, had I not come through, you know, your father would have lost his eye. But then Naruto and Sasuke basically say like, listen, if you weren't there, we would have died. So, you know, as much as like the eye is your fault, it's really not your fault because you're a, a fucking savior. And, um, basically saw it as like, listen, I don't know exactly what happened, but I I know you and it's not your fault. It was very touching. It was very touching. And, you know, um, but the episode... Basically focuses on the aftermath, you know, we learn we learn a, a critical piece of information when they try they basically Reinterrogates um, Amado and Amado mentions like listen the, the, uh, They asked him like is there anybody left and he's like well I doubt Kashin Koji is alive, which he is alive, but and they don't know that um, right. We doubt Kashin Koji is alive uh, The bodies that are there are empty like the spare bodies are empty. We turned off Delta um, So she's good. So the only person we have to worry about is code, but code is a motherfucker code Whereas every single person of including Kawaki at the time, they were all genetically modified with scientific ninja tools to make them stronger. It was the opposite for Code. Code was so powerful that they had to put a limiter on him, and that if they took his limiter off, he's more powerful than Jigen was which is scary. They also mention that Code has a, de- uh, a defective karma. They tried to put karma in him and it didn't work out however he retained karma's ability. He's just not an active host so at that point they pan over to the other dimension where they're keeping the Ten Tails, and we see Code wake up and his karma activates on its own and we see a smoke cloud and it's Ishiki. Ishiki says listen I'm dead. My spirit's going to be destroyed. I just want to let you know that you're my only successor you're inheriting my will and my powers and fucking avenge me and he disappears and so this sets up code now as the primary antagonist of the story and another formidable one at that i've already seen manga spoilers he's insanely fucking powerful i can't wait to see how they adapt that um and the the other part of the episode that's the main gist of the episode um however there's a small part if you care about it, you know me and romance and slices of life. We see Sumire. Um, for those who, if you have been watching Boruto from the very beginning, um, she's the girl who Boruto first saved. Um, and by the way, she's also I I don't I don't think you know this, Matthew because you saw ship it in right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know Donzo. Yeah she's the final legacy of Donzo, and it's introduced at the very beginning of the series. Um, right. yeah. So basically before Donzo died, um, he did like the secret forbidden jitsu and like, and basically imprisoned like a fucking beast inside of her. Um, uh, and like, has like this basically like uh, a seal on her back. And Boruto at the beginning saves her from that seal. So, ever since then, you know, she's kind of taken a liking to Boruto. And we basically see Sumire start to question her feelings. She's super concerned about Boruto. She cares so much about Boruto, which is nice. But on a different level, like where you see Sarada and and Boruto to, like talk, it's not really flirting so much, but they're like really, really close. They're really like best friends. And we like to like ship them, like, oh, you know, imagine if Boruto and Sarada. I got together. That'd be crazy. But... Really see Sumire, you know, conflicted because she's a, a burgeoning young girl. She's in her teens and she's starting to really like Boruto. So she's like, "I'm confused. I don't know why I feel this way. Why am I so concerned?" And you know, a couple people mention about it, and she like starts freaking out, panicking, like, "No, I don't like him." Like, "No, no, 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 no. It's it's really cute. Um, so we basically see Sumire's feelings kind of grow from that standpoint. Boruto's oblivious, just like Naruto was with Hinata. Um, not surprising at all. And thank God, um, I would say that Sumire is not like Hinata. From that standpoint of being like super duper like, oh, my God, shy, red faced, runs away. She's not like that. She's very professional and she's very, you know, smart and courageous herself. Uh, but she's starting to, you know, kind of question like, oh, my God, do I really like Boruto? Oh, my God. So um, that's like one of the minor parts. But basically, long story short, um, we basically set up code as a new antagonist Um, as they confirm. One final piece before I stop is they basically confirm Kawaki and Boruto are 80 okuts- percent o- Osutsuki. And so, um, they're trying to find a way to reverse engineer that, um, as we go along. So, uh, those are my two continues. So,
1: so, he has a chance of coming back. Go on, whatever you just said.
2: Uh, who is ishiki?
1: Oh, he said someone had a chance of coming back.
2: No, not okay. quite. So, what I said was, Ishiki's dead so all right let me back that up i'll give you an explanation briefly so during episode 66 which is the original do you remember the first like hype uh uh fight between naruto and sasuke versus an osutsuki yeah that happened like 2017 so basically they killed that osutsuki but he implanted what's called karma karma is one of the 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 basis of the thing it's basically um a a save file for for the osutsuki so he implanted inside of boruto and so what happens is it becomes like data, like it's basically like an encrypted like piece of data, and it self unencrypts inside of Boruto. Once it reaches hundred percent, then basically Boruto loses all self and he becomes an Asutsuki and he he dies. And then the Asutski who died is reborn. Okay. So he's at uh, him and Kawaki are at eighty percent. They removed Kawaki's karma for now, basically because if you go back to the very first flash forward, did you ever see the flash forward in Boruto at the very beginning? Where Konoha's destroyed, and you see Boruto, and you see a, a figure who turns out to be Kawaki. They're fighting. No. So that's the very first scene inside Boruto. It's a flash forward to an old Boruto wearing Sasuke's cape, wearing his uh his uh what's it called? His um his banda his bandana with the cross that's Itachi's. Or I don't know if it's Itachi's, okay, but it, yeah, and they're basically fighting. And you see Boruto with a Kakashi scar in his eye, which has the jogan, which is basically the um the like a version of um, a version of uh, fucking uh, Byakugan And okay. so, yeah, the person he's fighting is Kawaki. So, you know, for those who have seen the episode, it's not really a spoiler alert, but eventually sometime down the line, don't know when, because it hasn't happened in the manga yet, but Kawaki gets fucking karma back. And he, I don't know what the status of that is, but in any case, for now, they removed his karma. So he's no longer a host, but Boruto's still a host. Okay, gotcha, Very
1: of, good.
2: Of this Osutski. So, the, like I said, the story right now is getting even better. Like I said, I keep defending and I keep defending. It, I keep defending it, and it's hard to really, I can't defend how shitty some of the fucking episodes are at the very beginning. But I'm telling you, once they reach the fucking, once they reach the manga portion, like the actual, like canon portion, it's at bare minimum a four out of five star anime. At bare minimum, dude, because it's just getting. Getting better and better and better but you know that just people you know they want to fucking shit over the fact that you know they're shitting on every single member of of the old uh of the old naruto like how can you nerf them i get it but i don't mind how they're doing it because i'm all thoroughly fucking in it
1: all right we're gonna stop you there because we don't want another 45 minutes more <laughs> my bad that was only 13 minutes i think i like- know but just in case <laughs> Yeah, people don't want to hear me gush about
2: bar, So I get it. I get it. Walk, out the hall, walk out the you,
1: you, you can make that a, reg- make that a, c- a cake shop, cakey shop. Ever. It's not going to be popular, but all right. I mean, you can find someone. I'm sure I can, right? You definitely can. All right, we're going to take one commercial break, and we we get back, we're going to talk about Aquatope and then the, some of the reviews that we do have for you. Stay tuned. All right, we're back. Tadaima! All right, very good. All right, now, now that we are back, we are going to do... Uh, some reviews, uh, continuation reviews, one episode one. review. Just a single one, dude. For now, <laughs> the, just the just the one, not the other six. You mean and not. then we're gonna, oh, no, yeah. Yeah, And then we're gonna wrap that part up with one full anime we started and finished. Yes, we did. Um, but well, first face first, Aquatope Aquatope go ahead, Matthew. Okay, um, but as I that, remember, um, what what was that uh, new aquarium called? Tingara, Tingaru, Tingara, Tingara, Tingara. All right, everyone's at Tingara again. Every, and now even Fuka. Everyone and their mother. All right. Yep. Yeah, basically, uh, OG is handing out jobs to them. Like, hey, I know this person. Can you hire? Her? Sure. Go ahead. And she's like, "What the fuck is this?" Basically. basically. We're not, not doing that again. We're not doing that again. I could call
2: someone a bitch. No one's going to call Yeah, talk. yeah,
1: that's call fine. You can bitch. call someone a bitch. I didn't say the C word. I said the B word. We know. We know. I know. I believe you. Anyway. <laughs> shut up. You shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Anyway, it picks up where we left off with kukaroo being embraced in Fuka's arms. Like, what are you doing here? Oh, I finished school. What about the movie? Yeah, I fucked up. I'm done being an idol. And I was right, by the way, Matthew. It's a year. I a know, know. A okay. year later. All right. Either way, she's still done with high school. Both yes. of them. Yes. They're both done. Yes. And now apparently it's like, hey, I live next door to you. Uh, yes. Not, not you, uh, you know, not creepy or anything. Like, I, I stopped to You know, I really thought, I was like, listen, if they're sisters, why did they just fucking share?
2: Like, why didn't they share a room? Like, they could have saved on fucking rent.
1: I don't they, I, 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 I don't think they could do that. <laughs> I mean, it's not. A, it's not a, even like an. It's
2: even though they're adults at this point, so we can call it an adult anime. It's not really an adult anime because they're not. They're not fucking anyone. They're not seeing anyone. They're just two people. And as much as you know, I think it just be
1: complicated and lease with the apartment.
2: Perhaps, but I also think. I, I think the, the the manga writer. Um, or is this a light novel or a manga? Manga. It's a manga. So well, now it is. Yeah. Everybody and their mother wants to ship Kukuru and Fuka. I do too. In all sincerity, I really kind of want to I, ship. I,
1: I, I think that's I think that already, that's it. That
2: yeah. And I know the ship is set sail. And I think that's the, one of the points of why they're not living together is because they wanted to make sure that no one can say like, Oh, are they going to get together? Like it's not a Yuri, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, we'll find out at some point whether they have love interest or not. Kai is always a part of that. I don't know who Kai is going to fall for. I think Kukuru, but we'll see. Um, either way. Yeah, I think that's why I want to set that shit sale. But anyway, continue.
1: All right. Uh, Basically, Fuka tells Kukuru that she has a a, a job at Tingara. God. And, uh, <laughs> uh, she has a job there. I, I, we're next-door neighbors. Like, oh, shit. No way. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can... So, use... a, so everyone fucking moved there. <laughs> Essentially, everyone fucking moved there. They're still in
2: Okinawa, though. That's the thing. They're still in Okinawa. They're just in, like, downtown Okinawa. They went from, like, rural yeah. Okinawa
1: to... Dumb. Yeah, they, 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 they're near the city. Yeah. And then the director was like, okay, uh, Tetsuji. First is like, okay, actually, before that, Fuka gets the job with handling the penguins. Pengin. I love saying it Pengine. in Japanese. Penguin. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to say penguin anymore. I'm definitely going to say penguin. And Peng- then she and then she was like, go fuck yourself. Uh, you're going to name everyone first. You got to do their personality, their name, their number. What's their gender? What are they like? What are they dislike? You got to name all this before you even talk to me. Go. <laughs> That's essentially what she did. But for challenge, you you, you you have a couple of days, right? Break. Yeah, I mean, Fuka's up to the challenge, though. She's you know sweet and
2: she's determined yeah, she, in her own way. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. She I doesn't know. have to, So, with, uh, so who,
1: so who knows what? We'll probably get a flashback of what happened to her in school during that year. We
2: have to, bro. It's not school. She was done with school. She was an idol. But actually, no, she wasn't done with school. But she no, liked- I think she
1: was, she was in college. I think, yeah.
2: No, she wasn't in school. She was—I'm sorry—college. She was going to be a senior in high school, basically. She and I think she was getting homeschooled. I think because she wasn't in school, obviously, because she was an idol. She was supposed to go back though for the school year they mentioned. So she's also a senior. They're basically the same age, like I said.
1: Okay. So that's fine.
2: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I guess, like you said, we'll have a flashback at some point with how I'm sure she met up with her co-high. Um, I'm sure she probably met with the director. She probably met with a couple people.
1: And just felt like that guy in Good Conscience can't do this, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she mentioned it. I mean, she wrote the finale, and the, when the was it episode thirteen, where she was on the plane, and she told her co high or, or the director, one of the two, she's like, "I can't do this. I'm not. I'm sorry. I reject it." And then we don't know what the fuck happens to her for a year. Yeah, like,
1: like but like, but she still went there for the year. So
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious to know if there's anything significant that happened or. It was you hear
1: that, or she just went home just for a little bit? Uh, anyway, uh, Tetsuji walks to the office and tells Kukuro we are going to do this re- rehearsal tour one more time. Yeah. Uh, basically just practice on the marketing aspect and be quiet we are recording you
2: yeah sean mentioning to us about how we may or may not uh go yeah, live I, because... I was saying
1: like I, like wait till we are done recording then you did you can... tell sean we were recording no i should have then we can't talk shit about sean i i'm i'm muting him you're muting him okay well, I, I, sean... I, I i i'm muting the chat I, I close off facebook
2: you have heat with matthew not with me
1: <laughs> no it's just like damn, i keep hearing the buzzer you're on vibe. You're on vibe right now. We will we'll, we will message you when we are done. We want to get this done. Damn it! Breaking
2: news flash: If we're not on the air next week, you know why?
1: <laughs> yeah, because I'm not here.
2: Well, that's true. Oh, by the way, did, we should have mentioned
1: that at the top I did, of the show.
2: I I, I did uh, I did it last week. Well, just as a reminder for anybody in here, well, last week's well, episode. Well, well, when we close out.
1: When we close out of here. Anyway, Adele, that though everyone gets the email properly. No issues, right? Wrong! She goes to Chiyu, like, hey, we need the penguins for the tour. She's like, No, they're not ready. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, you know that. And she wants the other person. It's like, okay, uh, I think Kaoru. I don't know that all the like I don't I didn't really spend
2: time trying to figure out those people's names as of right now.
1: but uh, the girl on the green. I think that's Kaoru. <sighs> but she's like, uh, no, we're not doing that right now. And basically everyone's saying no. hmm after the last Little fiasco, and then oh, no one's ready yet. Mm-hmm.
2: This,
1: despite Tetsuji saying, Yeah, we don't need a lot of people, we just it's a practice run, but we gotta make, still gotta make a good first impression. Mm-hmm. We'll get to him in a bit, but but uh, you actually see Fuka being determined of studying the paint, pe- the penguins, <laughs> pengues, you see,
2: mm-hmm. penguins
1: singing. I fucking love penguins. <laughs>
0: Daisuke!
1: Like, so go go. Daisuke The arrow, the arrow, the shape. No, no, the, the penguins. Taste, the penguins. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to, what is. I love penguins.
2: Bocono. Bocono Pico? No, it's not Bocono Pico. <laughs> Bocono Penguin. No, it should be pe- Bocono Daisuke. No. It's either Bocono Penguin or yeah. or. Bokuno Daisuke Penguin. That doesn't quite equate, though. I'm sure somebody that knows Japanese is probably just fucking moving their fucking yeah. head off right now and going to turn us off. But
1: Probably. What was that old guy's name again? OG? Something like that? Not, not, not the grandpa. Who's that other old guy? What, what's his name again?
2: Umai or something like that.
1: Umai, uh, yes. Uh, he uh, got caught with the ice pops. Say, hey, we'll do that on. here. Pull we'll me like, hey, you can't have the ice pops here. You got in trouble. Mm-hmm. Since uh yeah, since Chiyu was like nope to the penguins, was like, hey, I'm gonna talk to your friend instead. Marina, hey, can she? I wanna do it. Uh we'll convince her eventually. I mean, if there's time. hmm So uh, Kukuru's a little hopeful. And then uh, they have an after party with a uh, with a uh, Fuku's return home with the whole uh Gam Gam staff and E. G, for some reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they like him for some reason. Uh, he's not bad, he's not bad so but he's the, the super fish, obsessed the, with fish though he's like the male oh, yeah. version of kukuru oh yeah he's very but kukuru don't like him he's a guy so <laughs> thanks and so that all that stuff they have the after party you see uh fuka studying really hard while kukuru is being a bo- uh, party pooper because she sucks at her job now he's <laughs> like hey shut up your friends here your potential girlfriend slash sisters here party and uh fuka does the test with the penguins uh, this motivates Kukuru to do her job well, but uh, Fuku passed the test of flying colors 100%, and that made Chiu say yes to, all right, fine, we'll do it. And then you find out why, because the penguins are in a new habitat, so they're anxious, and a crowd of people would get them messed up. <laughs> but they said, okay, uh, they can they can only observe, they can't touch them, they can't feed them, they watch them get fed, and they're like, all right, fine, we'll do it like that. Uh, we only had one family, so a group of four people showed up for the tour, He's like, all right, good. Success. Everyone liked it. Everyone's happy. The t- just like, damn it, poor people, you son of a bitch! You're fired! <laughs> even, even though he said numbers didn't matter. Now they apparently did. Like, I almost stole close under your vagina! How dare you!
2: Jesus Christ, dude.
1: He would! Plankton!
2: Plankton!
1: <laughs> Plankton!
2: <laughs>
1: <Crabs>! <laughs>
2: <laughs> she should respond back and say crabs <laughs> oh uh, that would yo if she does that i'm automatically making it a five
1: yeah
2: <laughs> it's a four i'm
1: gonna make it a five she responds it, back it's Crab. still it's still a four um but yeah other than that nothing big has happened still people trying to find their groove in the new job that's essentially it um still a good episode uh, ED is still growing on growing me, that for sure. Really good. It's not last year's ED. It's not going to beat it, but it's pretty close. They're still nicely done. Alright, now the one you guys actually care about, because you guys don't care about Aquatop. You care about this one, Demon Slayer.
2: Yes. We're, so... only,
1: we're only doing the one episode for now. I'm probably going to watch the second episode if there's new scenes.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to... well, You know, I'm kind of stuck.
1: It, 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 if there's new scenes, I say we we watch it
2: yeah for sure but um. but i
1: will i will find out next
2: yeah i guess i don't know
1: but as of right now we're just doing the, the one episode something tells we're gonna watch the whole fucking most likely I, yeah. I, we'll we'll see if we do who cares we don't have to really review it review it do
2: we yeah we'll only bring you a review guys on these demon slayer uh and train arc sequels if there's new content so this uh, brand new episode was a prequel to the movie um that's why we're gonna review it it's like matthew said if anything pops up of significance we'll bring it up we're not going to review the whole episode the majority of our listeners have, have already seen the movie if you haven't seen the movie go ahead watch You can either, movie. yeah watch the movie or you can watch this basically weekly episodic um drop it basically is the movie in episodic form and it includes uh the deleted scenes that uh they're saying that they may bring back so if you want a more complete version of it only in episodic format you can watch this if you just want to w- spend two hours of your time watch the whole movie and say fuck everything else just you know you can watch it it's Available on Funimation. It's available on Crunchyroll. Um for anybody out there, English, Spanish, Portuguese, and um, of course, Japanese on Crunchyroll. So uh yeah. Umai! my Umai! Umai! Umai!
1: I love that. I love my Goku. It,
2: it, it was funny at first and it got annoying during the movie, but then when I, I, I heard I, it, I heard I, it again I, during this episode, and I was like, Oh shit, I forgot about
1: it yep, I still get it. Still, and the manga he just says tasty, that's delicious.
2: Yeah, but well, it's the same thing.
1: I know, I know. I like, tasty! Uh, well, can, tasty! <laughs> tasty!
2: well, you Tasty! Tasty! Well, no, technically that's incorrect, because if you say um tasty, it's oishi. Oishi! Which means, like, you know, that's well, good. That, well, that, that, well, that's yummy. Well, tasty and yummy is the same shit. Yeah. It's still good. You can't have, uh, like, fucking... Uh, I guess you can't have somebody like Rengoku. Oh,
1: I mean, you can. Oishi! <laughs> oishi! Oishi! He could, he could. I still would not mind <laughs> Rengoku-sama? Horshi! <laughs> but, Horshi! <is> <laughs> but the trainer, of Horshi!
2: Yamete, Rengoku-sama!
1: Oh!
2: <laughs> <laughs> we must said it the same. That yeah, was good. Uh,
1: but no, anyway, uh, anyway uh, basically, Rengoku's eating his he's eating his delicious food that he finds at this place. I talk about the Mugen train being out of commission. So he goes to investigate, hey, hey, what's going on? Because of the slasher.
2: And then uh, he well, we see the slasher in the opening sequence of the of this episode. Right. Um, basically a conductor going through an empty cart, and then the the things flash, and he's like, What's going on? And then he sees a figure inside of the um inside the shadows, and he gets slashed to shit. Hence the slasher. Yep,
1: the slash thing and the slasher. <laughs> and so by the
2: way, the basically what Matthew's alluding to is when he hears about the slasher um they comment to the to the restaurant owner like hey you have really good food if you move to the city it would be super popular and he's like you guys don't know what you're talking about and then that's when he when he opens up the paper he sees mugen train 40 people disappear and they start asking about the mugen train he's like yeah the reason why you know basically my shop sucks right now is because of the fact that people are scared because of the mugen train cuz his shop is basically right next to the train station so or right near the train station so people are scared because of the the 40 people that were on the Mugan train um as well as the slasher um murderer that's there so it's a double fold basically uh as the series starts
1: right then then he eventually goes to the train cart and he sees the old lady and the woman asking about the demon yeah, is that tra- the station they're not in the car i said at the train station
2: oh you said he said train cart and i was like eh, it's not a cart Oh, know, it's a, no, no,
1: but they, they have a cart for the bentos
2: eh, whatever all right anyway
1: but anyway, uh, Goku talks about it and gets a bean paste bun thrown out of him. What? What? <laughs> uh, he just stole her food. Like, what a fucking dick. I mean, you should do it. So you, uh, I I know. It like, I would just give it back. Was like, I, well, so it basically, she doesn't. But she doesn't believe that demons are real, even though the grandma, says they are, basically. They are. Said, okay, uh, I'm going to buy all your shit. So he, he buys all their bento to give to the conductors hey uh i got this here like pretend to be the conductor from somewhere else
2: well, Or like... actually no so you're skipping a step so basically he buys all the bentos he gives some over to his attendant who by the way he has an attendant with him and he says yeah, like, we don't have his name we? no we don't get his name i don't think but um yeah. he basically says like oh take these um go back to the demon corp hand them out as gifts i'm gonna take these and i'm gonna go investigate the train so he goes to investigate the train and he goes basically he finds out that the Mugen train when he goes on this like train going back to the station he's like oh i'm here he, well the conductor's like hey this train is like going to you know go to the go to the yard and he's like that's fine i want to see the demon train he's like oh well the De- the I'm sorry the mugen train the mugen train was moved to a uh, different place actually we're passing it right now he's like thank you and he jumps off a moving train yep so skillfully on back onto the tracks and he basically walks to like this maintenance area the conductors yeah yeah and he meets up with the, they're not conductors they're um they're maintenance people. they're maintenance people So so he meets with the maintenance people he's like yeah i'm here to give you guys bentos i was sent bentos he's like oh everybody come get your bentos and so there's a, a specific boy and he's like oh give this bento to such and such i forget his name but he's resting inside the break room okay
1: and they hear oh my god and so we see yep then it's like oh i'm gonna go kill this kid yeah don't come near me i'm too fast i killed like that kill that lady and then ren goku's like you didn't kill her she's alive Right. So like, well, I'm not gonna go kill him. him. Well, nope, you're never gonna see her again. Like, oh, I'm gonna kill this kid. And he's like, No, you're
2: not. And with fucking the speed of at the the speed faster than a pin dropping, he chops this motherfucker's arms off. He's like, Well, uh, I'm not gonna kill the kid, but I'm gonna kill those people back at the station. Yeah, Bye. The... because basically he, uh, and it all starts. We skip the step. Apologies again. Basically, he he steps, and I think he steps on the food, or he throws away the food. He's like, "Ever since I became a demon, yeah, I can't he stepped stand on it. it. This food is disgusting." And Rengoku's like, "Oh, that food was made with love. You know, how dare you?" And and, uh, like,
1: and, and and he took that personally.
2: And he took that personally, and so he's like, "I'm gonna go to the station, kill those people that made this disgusting food," and he speeds off. Um, he does first aid to the boy. Um, yeah. some backup demon corp uh people come. They're like, "Oh, Rengoku-sama, yep. we're here." Like, "Oh, you know, where's the medical?" team they're on their way all right good you know I'm sure stable i'm gonna go catch up with the demon hi no problem what you doing and he fucking starts power breathing and he goes supersonic
1: yep and he eventually catches up like how? Oh, how'd you get here so fast yeah we
2: basically
1: uh, yeah because yeah the granny was throwing food at the demon while uh the daughter the granddaughter was like caught <laughs> oh the granddaughter now knows demons are real bitch Yep, yeah, uh, uh, you best not believe in ghost stories because you're in one. Yeah, for real, for real. And then Goku's like, oh, I'm here. It's like, oh, uh, who, who's going to die first, me or the girl? You! You, and he chops his fucking head
2: off in an instant. And at the moment, and it's very sweet. The reason why, again, as we reiterated, the, the girl says she doesn't believe in demons. The grandma brushes it off, says basically there are demons. And we find out the reason why she believes in that is because someone of Rengoku's stature saved her and her daughter, which is the uh, which is mother. The, the mother of the little girl 20 years ago. She breaks down in tears and says, You're the man who saved my life 20 years ago from a demon. And he goes, no, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, that was my father, you know, and he's like, I'm honored. I think they mentioned his father's dead, right?
1: No, the father's alive.
2: The father's still alive. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's like, Oh, um, he's like, I'm honored to have saved your life again. Like my father did 20 years in the past. I'll be sure to tell him about you. I'm sure he'll be proud to hear that you're doing well and that I saved your life again. And, um, it was very emotional, um the sun comes up because basically this happens overnight so the sun because yeah, like rides. oh yeah
1: i'm going tomorrow like never mind i'm yeah. going today
2: yeah because yeah his uh his attendant's like oh all's well that ends well he's like nope he's like the job's not done he's like there's a sim, there's a different demon and it's much more powerful than a demon that we killed it's on yeah. the mugen train you best
1: believe i'm gonna board that train tomorrow well actually today because it's today before i go he buys all the bent. though like here here's this free bento bus like all right, I'll yeah, take this one for free, but I'm gonna buy the rest.
2: <laughs> yeah, he comes back to the station basically in the evening as they're leaving and he buys all the other bentos. And that's where this the movie that we saw began. Um, he boards the train with the bento, and then the scene pans out to back to the the, the daughter saying, like, oh, he didn't have to buy the bentos. And then at the time that we see the daughter, we see Inusuke being a and we see Tanjiro trying, to tackle, and we the, see, t- trying yeah. to
1: tackle the train.
2: Yeah, and we see Zanetsu and um Tanjiro basically all board the train, away they go, and the movie that we saw. Ends
1: there, uh, Definitely, that was a great prequel. Animation is still beautiful. It is so, so yeah. level. Uh, but again, we will watch episode two to see what happens. There's going to keep being new scenes that we will cover it properly. <laughs> yes, indeed, we shall. So don't fret not. Uh, so that means Marte and Angel can't really complain if there's new scenes. Yeah. It's new scenes. They 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 can handle new scenes.
2: They're gonna bitch. They're gonna be like, why wasn't it included before? Why are we watching this? Uh, why is it a thing? Why is it only uh, eleven episodes?
1: I want more. more, 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 more. Well, that arc is short, so that's why it's eleven. I don't want to watch other and episodes. the first and, and the first episode's an hour, so it's technically twelve to thirteen. Give me all
2: Demon Slayer. I don't want to see nothing else. Meh. <laughs> all Meh. Right.
1: And, all right, and now we're gonna talk about. The first fall anime we yeah, started. Yeah, and, yeah. Shut up! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can do that in your own time. Yeah. All right. Uh All right. Uh, we're going to talk about the first anime we finished. We started and finished. Where the House has been part two. Yes. And so. And it is still fucking funny. <laughs> I want to know something.
2: This may be an unpopular opinion. I think part one was funnier than part two. Oh, I no,
1: gave, it, it, was. it was. I gave
2: part one. You know, in retrospect, I had given part one a four out of five. I went back and gave it a five out of five, so I can properly give part two a four out of. Five.
1: That's that. That's that's fair. There's still a lot of funny stuff. Yeah, 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 for sure. But the, but the, but there's yeah. Some some of them unfortunately just did not click.
2: Episode six and the majority of episode ten were fucking absolutely hilarious. And then episode seven wasn't really funny. Episode eight was okay funny. Episode nine was okay funny. And then like I said. Most of episode 10. The final episode was...
1: Yes, I did. But a lot of great stuff. We can't cover all the 30 mini episodes. It's tough.
2: Yeah, we can't really... You know, I don't know. It's tough for us to be able to review Way of House Husband because in case you haven't seen it, the the one of the good things about it, and people will complain about it, but I think it's a it's a it's a positive, is that it's done in short story format. So we basically get an 18 episode or sorry, an 18 minute uh anime when you skip the ending in the beginning, it's roughly somewhere between 15 to 16 minutes. So you get 15 to yeah. 16 minutes. Each um story is basically like more or less five minutes. So you get three ep- you get three stories sometimes. Six. Four you get six? I thought it was you, like... You, you get six per episode. It never feels... It feels way longer than that, dude. Like, I feel like the episodes are longer.
1: No, it's six. I don't know. Cause, no, because remember, it, in the last episode, it was a tennis, it said episode 60. Five, five. Sorry, six, 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 six. Because the five episodes were 30, then yeah. we got to the other ones, the next 30. No,
2: in all sincerity, I feel like instead of doing that, I would have preferred that they do it like TV short style. Instead of ONA style. Like, I really wish they would have done like three minute episodes. Like, you know, because I, I, you, you didn't watch, um, I'm sure you have seen them in the past, like a short, like a TV short where it's like 25 episodes of like two minutes long. Um, they did that with, um, um with a dog with a cat and a dog every day is fun that was the one that i right. watched during spring season, or yeah spring of last season um and so i would kind of prefer they did that like i'd much rather watch 25 episodes that are like three minutes long versus having like a 15 minute episode and have them like kind of i guess
1: up. I, I guess there's something netflix didn't want them to do
2: eh, I, I get that i guess i don't know um there's nothing wrong
1: but the, but the, the freestyle
2: i didn't like it I, just don't, I, 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 did. <laughs> I don't like rap in, in anime, like Japanese rap. I don't like Japanese rap in anime, even with like, even when I used to watch Naruto, because the first time I ever saw Japanese rap in anime was Naruto with, with Killer B. Um, It just never hits for me. Like, I'm never like, oh, that's so fucking cool. Like, eh. it doesn't it doesn't hit for me. I'm sure it was funny for a lot of people. I'm not going to say, you know, it's not funny in general. Like, you know, the the, the, the topics that they were covering were funny. Yeah. It just. It doesn't hit for me the same.
1: Yeah, but uh, again, other than that, there was a lot of great stuff, especially with the dogs. borrowing the dog? Oh, the cat? You mean the cat? No, no, no. They're no. They're on the dog. The-
0: oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I thought they were gonna mate. I was like, "Oh, are we gonna see the dogs fuck?" No, like I it was thought- uh, they, like, "I need to pet your dog. Can I, can I pet your dog?"
1: It's very fluffy. It's and, probably he's like, like, "Get it, quick- where are we going, Dumb out dog is. park?"
2: <laughs> dog park. Dog park. That was funny. That was. Funny.
1: And they're just running around like. He, he, he. Yeah. He checks in the doggies. It was funny. I also fought the amusement park. Uh, Miku's attached to the amusement park. Yeah. Like, he, he's never been to one. Yeah. Yo, I was Miku, like, aw.
2: Miku's cooking scares me. And her father scared me with the cooking.
1: Yeah, that- yeah. And, and then the mom's like, all right, you guys need to stop. And the like, I have nothing but I respect for I am outclassed. Out <laughs> oh, God. And uh, fuck that guy. Fuck that freeloader guy. <laughs> I know. But it's like, we're like, oh, look, I'm out of money. I can't be happy without money. I know. But... <laughs> Deep but that's... uh i like to i did like towards here that like help me bake uh boba tea tapioca yeah, that was fucking that was fun
2: their interactions were funny the freaking uh what's it called
1: all right i'm back yeah my partner just got home <laughs> uh, oh yeah again the tapioca stuff was great
2: that stuff was great you know i always love when loki loved the uh when he's like having the fucking the mom's uh like the the, the housewives uh, yes yeah i love how he just fits in perfectly <laughs> He does it perfectly, and he starts, like, talking in Yakuza talk about nice, simple things with his wife, and they're all scared shitless. They're like, oh, yes. my God. He's like, like, what is he? Like, what is she? Miko basically domestically abuses Tatsu. <laughs> and, they're, and they're, like,
1: so concerned for him. Like, and here,
2: like, uh, take some candy. Yeah,
1: he's like, oh, if you ever need anything, don't hesitate to
2: reach out to us. We're here for you. And that uh, was...
1: Uh, the Halloween costume was pretty cute. Yeah, you know, they fair. they didn't win. Like, like uh, that's fair. Like, they shouldn't Yeah, know. I think it was a baby. Yeah. up. Also pour the poor oven. Yeah, that poor
2: oven. Oven no <laughs> I wonder if you can really do those things. Like when he was making like the bean paste, like the, the paste, like he's like in a rice cooker and like, do I was fucking incredible. And then I I was like, Oh my God, it was so cute. When he made, he basically cooked this thing in a flour in a rice cooker and it ended up being a bear cookie. It was so fucking cute.
1: I was like, Oh my God, it's a fucking bear. I was like, I need to know how to do this.
2: I want to make a bear cookie. It was so cute.
1: Oh, we definitely had a lot of great stuff in this. Uh, It's definitely a four, four out of five. Yeah, it just uh, like it
2: didn't hit as much. It made it made me appreciate part one more, which is why I went back and retroactively gave it a five out of five. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, super solid. If you like adult humor, that's not like it's not sexual in any way. Um, they do curse, hence why I said it's adult humor. Um, and just if you can relate as somebody that like is super OCD or somebody that enjoys like cooking and cleaning and and or somebody who enjoys just you know seeing a yakuza like just be fucking. Yeah being a house husband uh um, yeah, well
1: well right now it's still comedy of the season so far because again it's the one that's finished so far we know Komi komi's on take annoying or um miroku chan for some reason uh miroku yeah but we'll we'll get to those in a second yeah but yeah. uh but yeah i think yeah cause we're, we're not watching a whole lot of comedy outside of those <laughs>
2: No, there aren't that many comedy, honestly. I mean, if you go over well, Ganabre is an etchy. It can, can be considered comedy, but it's really more of an etchy. Um, yeah, but, I, I, ecchi- I,
1: but but it's definitely not, it's not far in the house. Though. No, not at all. Yeah, it's just more, Maybe. it's more on the sweet side.
2: Yeah, Meiruku is horror comedy. So that's one comedy. Jobless is not comedy, although we'd laugh hysterically at some yeah. of the fucking things that yeah, uh,
1: Yeah, because he's uh, he's a, a yeah. Ruji is a dickhead.
2: Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go over and we're gonna. So as we said, we're gonna give intru- We're gonna give opinions on the first couple episodes. I'm not gonna do that for 86, and I'm not gonna do that for reincarnation because of the fact that those are by definition different. They're part twos of, of their core twos. So I'm gonna give you guys little mini reviews on those. Yeah, I know
1: yeah, you're we, not we, we, we 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 we'll, we'll do a mini review on uh, tensei. <laughs> yeah,
2: we'll do on, this, this, this on 86 day. is all you. Yeah, I'll do. a
1: uh, yeah, we're gonna do that. And then we're gonna talk about everything else we are watching separate yeah.
2: together. Yeah, talked isn't. We'll just go over the list real quick. Talk isn't a comedy. Banished hero. banished hero kind of is a comedy. um, you watched it, right?
1: Which one? Banished hero? No, I think you I thought you did.
2: I did watch it. I thought you were watching it.
1: no, no, no. Oh, well. Yeah, that that's for you. Otame is for you. All right, I'm like fuck, man. Senpai, one. senpai is annoying and is us. That's us. That's us. Yeah, Komi that's is us. us. We don't have yet.
2: We haven't had Komi yet. We haven't included in the list. That'll come out October 23rd. I and believe. Ryoku 22nd. is
1: just faster. <laughs> not 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 funny or oh, scary.
2: <laughs> hey, I mean, it's scary. It's creepy. You know me. I don't do well with horror. World's Finest Assassin is not is not Planet Men certainly not Fairway Paladin is not My Senpai Knowing is is a rom com so it's got a little bit of comedy in there but yeah I think Way of the House Husband is going to win comedy of the season I think unless something changes
1: I, I I think it'll be Comey for being honest
2: I think Comey well I don't know we'll see in terms of I think that might be win romance of the season but we'll see how um
1: it all plays out
2: how it all plays out indeed all
1: right uh, uh we first we're going to talk about stuff uh, we have not watching which is uh, you were going to start with eighty six Yeah, so I'm going to give you guys a little review on 86. As I mentioned
2: before in the previous um, segment, uh, 86 is basically Core 2. This is Core 2 of 86. Uh, The Core 1 happened actually in winter, I believe. of um, Spring. spring. It was spring, sorry. Spring of this year. So we're at Core 2. We're at uh, fall now at this point. And 86 is going to be in the running because I mean, fucking the AOT starts in December, even though it's considered winter. Demon Slayer's new anime, even though they're going to consider it through through the fall season since they're running the Mugen Train arc. By definition, I'm not going to count that as a fucking thing because the newest material isn't isn't coming out until December. Um, JoJo's not coming out until December, even though it's considered a fall anime as well. 86 has a really good shot. Maybe not in the general public because they're going to count all those other ones. But for me specifically, since I'm not counting those, um, 86 got a really good shot to basically win Anime of the Year. We got some surprises that may give it some competition, but 86 is just absolutely fucking stupendous. For those who don't know what 86 is about, 86 is basically um, – it's kind of like Code Geass in a way where you have mech action mixed with uh, with discrimination um, hardcore discrimination. and so basically, the republic, this country called the republic, they tout that they have autonomous um, Mechs that are doing that are fighting this war, and that no casualties are being produced from this war. However, the reality of it is, is they've segregated a, a segment of their population called 86, which basically. Everybody's all human, but they have different skin color, hair color backgrounds. So they segregate them all to go die. And the only people that are left inside this utopian city are um, white haired white children. Um, So it, it. again, it deals with discrimination, and it's kind of got, like, a European vibe to it. It kind of really reminds you of Nazi Germany. If you're uncomfortable with that, unfortunately, that's the vibe that 86 gives, but it's not in one of those, like, oh, death chamber type of way. Like, you're not going to be offended from that manner. It's just the principle of of the discrimination and the segregation that they've produced, and basically the acceptance, like, oh, we're going to send these motherfuckers to die and fuck them. Um, Core 1 was fantastic. I gave Core 1, I believe, a 5 out of 5 um, during the spring, because it was absolutely stupid his Core 2 starts off exactly where Core 1 left off. Basically, the 86 that were left, there, I believe there are five of them left after their battle where they all might have died, they're all saved by this other country that basically is like a republic um it's a a really for now at least it's a good country um people of all sorts of genders races colors whatever they all whatever they all basically um are together in unison in this um in this country again it's got european vibes so you can kind of think of it as world war ii except it's kind of more mech obviously a lot more mech and so um, the story basically concludes how the '86. Um, they have found salvation, and these episodes. Um, you get a real good insight in terms of the struggles of people that are coming from war, war orphans and people that deal with PTSD coming from war. And again, the the fears and the, of the segregation and the triggers and all of that. You get a really good glimpse of that because this is all stuff the 86 experience while they're inside of this beautiful country. They're free to do what they want and live their lives. But all they know is the battlefield. All they want to do is the battlefield. And on top of that, they do want revenge on this country that casted them aside, left them for dead and didn't give one iota of a shit about them. It's truly magnificent in terms of how the story goes. They've also incorporated a new character in their little group, and it's the last princess. She's the last I forget her name, but she's the last princess of basically the Legion. The Legion is this force that are trying to like kill the Republic. So basically the 86 were fighting for the Republic, and the Legion are the people that are trying to defeat the Republic. So she was the last princess um, who ordered the... Of the legion to attack the republic and she's like if you have anyone to be mad at I'm the person to be mad at although she's like no more than like 11 years old so I don't know how she is claiming this but she um basically said like they basically told her like listen we're not mad at you we're mad at the country that casted us aside you weren't the problem the republic's the problem and we want to fight for this country to get our revenge on the republic and they take her along with her um, meanwhile our other main character from the republic who sympathizes with the 86 and wants them to basically be full-fledged citizens in in this racist country lena um she was demoted after the end of core one to a she went from major to captain and she's just a complete bitch at this point like she's angry she's disenfranchised she doesn't care she fucking openly mocks the fucking the the basically her superiors without you know doing anything to basically get herself killed in essence and it's a night and day type of shift from lena the innocent good girl who had sympathy for the 86 to the the, the the destroyed soul that lena has where she's just pissed off at that she has to work for this fucking country that is are full of racist pigs that hate the these people that are you know we're just normal people before this whole war happened and now they're ostracized for having you know red hair blue hair black hair or like dark skin or whatever the case is it's quite fucking sad but like I said just the the dynamic that they share that she has um, and and everything is just absolutely fucking stupendous I cannot recommend if you know this is definitely this. I don't know I haven't made my top 5 yet we'll do it at the end but this is damn near close to being my number one recommended anime if you must watch please you must watch 86 you will be blown away if you like amazing tech action mech action sorry if you like amazing storytelling and are okay with uncomfortable subjects like segregation and 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 things of that nature um yeah watch it watch it watch it watch it matthew watch it if you get a chance you're only 13 episodes in so it's not going to take you all that long and it's fucking fabulous it's absolutely fabulous so that's my mini review in terms of where we're at with 86 episode 14 um comes out it comes out every saturday um so if you want to catch it it's on country rolls country roll exclusive and again can't recommend it enough go out and watch it i'll be giving you guys weekly analysis on that since matthew's not watching for now now so all right. uh
1: all right, now the ones you're watching by
2: yourself. <laughs> well, I mean that was when I was watching by myself,
1: but the well, newer... aside from that one, I'll talk about the actual one, like the yeah, actual situation.
2: The, the newer ones that we're watching, um I have two others basically Banished Hero. It's not the official title. I, I shortened it to make it easy. The official it's title is Banished one. from Banished from the and we have a lot of those this season. We have a lot of long titles. Banished from the Heroes Party. I decided to live a quiet life in the countryside. That's the official name of this. It's an isekai. Um but basically um, the story revolves around a hero who is the the basically the older brother of like the best hero inside the hero's party. Um, he's not all that powerful, though, like he's adequate, but he's not like that powerful or compared to the rest of the group. And so her basically lieutenant in the group, the number two person in the group besides the hero, is this complete, absolute fucking asshole of a guy. I forget his name, but he's just a fucking dick. A complete and absolute dick and he basically says like listen you're a pathetic piece of shit you bring your daughter you bring us down you bring your 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 sister down who's the hero you bring her down she has to protect you she can't do her job effectively you suck get the fuck out of our party leave all your shit um and that's that and so he basically reluctantly agrees and he basically goes to live in a countryside and his ultimate objective is basically like one of the things that he's really good at is um gathering herbs so he gathers herbs he basically is content being a d-rank adventurer he's got no qualms with that and throughout the episode one we actually see like oh dude may not be the most powerful person in his group but he's pretty fucking powerful like he's basically Every person has a skill in this anime. They basically have, like, a skill. I forget what it's called. I think they call it a calling. Every person has a specific calling, um, whether that's, you know, superiority with a specific magic or sword play. So he has basically – he has a skill or a calling to basically enhance all of his other normal skills and make them, like, high level. So he's got high level speed, high level survivability, high level endurance, high level – um, You know, like, different things of that nature. But he's not really... He's great at a lot of things. He's good at a lot of things, but not great at one particular thing. But throughout the episode one, you see, like, oh, he's actually really fucking good by definition. And so, <clears throat> at the end of the episode, he basically... Um gets to open his a apo- his uh, apothecary. But there's someone from the hero's party that happens to be in the same town, and the episode ends her basically gonna visit the apothecary and the season as a whole, from what it appears, looks like she's gonna basically tag along with uh, the adventurer. Um and uh yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, by the way, his name is Red. He basically it's an alias. I forget there's a specific name for it, for whatever it is, but the main character's name is Red. So um, and in the new adventure, who we need to know, her name is Rit. So, Red and Rit, basically, are going to be their own thing. And the asshole that I've mentioned, his name is uh, Suara Ares. Um, he's a complete, absolute piece of shit. So, um, that's Banished from the heroes Party. I decided to live in the, in the quiet life in yeah. the countryside. We'll call it Banished Hero. Um, The other one is Otome Fairy Tale. Um, it is very much kind of like, it, it's like a more wholesome, but a more fucked up version of duke of death so the setting is basically in the 1920s and the heir of like some famous family or powerful or rich family he gets into a car accident and his mother dies and he cripples his right arm um his father who was already an asshole to him basically says like listen you're fucking useless um i don't want you part of the family go fuck yourself i'm gonna send you out to the countryside his siblings that are there his remaining siblings are like oh we wish you would have died instead of mom like you're worthless get the fuck out of here whatever so he's banished to like the mountains basically and he's basically all fucked up like he never received from his family No one told him he loved him. He hates his family. I'm banished. I'm just going to die here because I'm a cripple, blah, 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 blah. And then he's 17, by the way. And then one snowy night, um, a woman shows up to or I shouldn't say a woman, I should say a girl. A girl shows up to his basically village villa and was like, hey, I was sent here to be your wife and I'm going to be your wife now. And he's like, huh? And he they flash back to where basically his father's like, well, I guess I'll buy you a fucking wife so she can help you out live your life. You pathetic shit. Get the fuck away from me. And so he buys a 14-year-old girl for his for his son. The girl's family basically sold her off because they're in extreme debt to the to the the father. And the father's like, All right, I'll forgive your debt if you sell your daughter to my son and go live in the countryside. And get the fuck away from my existence. Okay. And so the boy is kind of like bochan and when he's in despair like he doesn't understand love he doesn't understand what it's like to be cared about he doesn't understand why this girl oh, her name's otome i believe her name's otome let me check real quick i'll give you the names momentarily give me two seconds uh ichi ni san yon go that's five seconds actually guys so the, the main character's name is uh tamahiko um so we'll call him Shima because it's easy Shima-sama and then um, Yuzuki is the girl's name so basically Yuzuki was brought up in a girls like girls school and she does everything she sews, she cooks, she cleans everything really well Um, but the sad reality is she's a 14 year old girl that was sold basically to be a bride because of her family's poor existence so that's the fucked up part but given that it's 1920s it was something that happened back then you know it is what it is the story itself though really focuses on what it's like for Tamahiko who's in spare can't sleep pissed off in pain upset to basically be nurtured into uh, a kinder soul by the beautiful soul of of yuzuki and i think honestly out of all the ones that i've seen if it's not komi that wins couple of the year or or romance of the year i think otome might because just on principle of the way she is um she's fucking wholesome this anime is very wholesome when it comes to the interactions with tamahiko and yuzuki um you know she expected when she first got there and she saw yuzuki's cold demeanor she expected to get beat um like i'm gonna get beat like this guy's a dick and she he asked one of the glaring things is tomohiko asked like how um how far did you travel and she goes like 10 something basically like 10 miles we'll call it 10 miles up the mountain in the snow to, to see him to be with him and so the first thing he does is he puts his jacket on her and was like we don't want you to catch a cold and ever since then basically she falls in love with him wants to fall in love with him wants her to wants him to fall in love with her um it's very, very wholesome, so if you can forgive the aspect of you know being sold into into bondage basically in essence uh in the nineteen twenties uh, the story itself between two people, one cold one beautiful um and them and their love story is actually quite nice
1: very good uh, all right uh for this time, I'm seeing more than you,
0: yeah, in terms
1: of what you're not watching four or five all right uh we're gonna I'm gonna start with visual prison. Uh-huh. This is the uh, this is basically vampire battle of the bands. <laughs> That's weird. It, it it's it is very very fucking weird. <laughs> uh-huh. But um, animation is a mix of 3D and 2D. Uh, you mostly get the 3D CG parts in terms of when they're performing these songs. Uh, and uh, Yuki uh, basically knows his band Eclipse, where Julieta sings the song "Guilty Cross." Mm-hmm. I say, like, okay, like I got hear like he really liked that song. He, like he wants to sing. Like he wants to sing like Br- Julita. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like that. That that's his goal. He wants to sing. And then out of nowhere, you see the the new eclipse where these these two brothers basically they do their song. And then the other band Lost Eden does their song. Uh, one of them gets their blood sucked, and that made uh, Yuki like ah oh, like he has like a red eye now. Like he's a half human, half vampire. Like oh this is interesting type of thing mm. like like he was chosen to be like to be a, it's like to be his own band or something and he eventually meets julieta above on the roof mm-hmm. and it's like so like, oh, shit like i really hear like this is really you type of thing mm-hmm. like, again yeah, and uh, you find out he's retired he doesn't sing like he used to it's like hey do you sing like i want to hear you sing it's like i don't sing it's like oh but i heard you in the alleyway said you wanted to sing like like me Mm-hmm. I was like oh okay so he starts playing the piano and then yuki starts singing that song guilty cross which was his song and like he sang he sings really well actually mm-hmm. and then uh, you see the the scarlet moon like drip blood take to him because basically they want this to please the scarlet moon if you please the scarlet moon with your music you get this immense power mm-hmm. so that's what they're competing for it's like once a year type of thing mm-hmm. like hey uh, yuki like are you actually going to basically are are you basically gonna make your own band and participate in this Mm-hmm. Uh before he gives his answer, credits. Mm. Uh, I I I'll say it's one of those last minute things I wanted to watch and looked interesting, but nothing really there's nothing groundbreaking. Uh, it's it's a vampire thing, but again, the fact that it's basically music, that's what attracts me to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably just gonna keep keep watching for now just for the songs.
2: <laughs> I mean, I just I'm so over vampires at this point, dude. Like really- I, I, I,
1: again, i i mostly again I'm mostly watching for the music
2: yeah i really blame freaking um what's it called noblesse noblesse yeah. was kind of disappointing and that like
1: uh, that that was a raw one for you
2: <laughs> yeah man yeah I, it killed vampires for me like, uh, like
1: okay it's not bad but this one does. there's nothing special about it either <laughs> but uh, but again the whole battle of the bands is 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 interesting
2: yeah i will say that about the anime that we're watching or at least that i'm watching i've got nothing that i can say is like mediocre or like shitty like I don't have anything that I'm watching that's meh,
1: as far as I'm concerned. I Well, uh, well honestly, Nexus, this is this meh. is honestly this is probably the only one. Yeah, because uh, because uh, the next one, Triquarter Window, this second episode got better. Did it? Yeah, like surprisingly.
2: It better because it's not corny. Better because it's more gay. Less gay. No, no,
1: no. no. Like, they 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 toned down the innuendo, and yeah. like when there's stuff stuff like gay related, it's not. Like it's, it, it just fits. It was like a more natural type thing in, in terms sure. of the yaoi. And uh, I actually like the Ya-o-y. villain. Yaoi,
2: yaoi.
1: Boys are rubber. Yaoi, wowie. Okay, Bray Wyatt. And I actually am more intrigued with the villain. Because you actually see her second episode. So she sees them second episode. So basically, uh, there's a book clerk, uh, Kosuke Mikado. Who, like, he, can see, he can see spirits. And he wishes he, he has it. But this guy, uh, Rihitu Hiwakawa, because mm-hmm. he's a—he's basically an exterminator for these spirits. It's mm-hmm. like I'm looking—I've been looking for someone like you. Like so, he like he touches him to like connect to him. To so basically like, hey, you can see what I see. Like I, I can see where did you you he touch him? Where did he touch him? Above above the waist. Okay. Mostly his shoulder. Okay. And like with the immense spiritual power he gives him, there's—it's been a pleasure to. it. So it feels good while doing it. Uh, when it got too intense, he, like, nibbles Kosuke's ear. Like, it's like sometimes you gotta have it more intimate. Mm-hmm. And then is Rih- like, you're mine, basically. Cause... Well, not Kripa. Should... No, because no, like, like, no, Kosuke has, like, potential power to him. Like, like more than just seeing, like, when is an actual projection, he can kick him out of his body. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. And the fortune teller, Akita... So Kosuke, hey, you should actually probably stay away from him. Like, the fact that he's being used and all that. And uh, Rihito gets upset at Kosuke because, like, you let you just let anyone enter your body, huh? Hey. Because that's what uh, Erika did in the classroom, like, the villain. That's what she did to Kosuke while, like, oh, there's a ghost here. And then Erika controlled the, the body, saying, don't we talk about it? No, there isn't. So she's a she's a she's a more intimidated figure. like there's a mystery with a bit of a creepiness for it. Uh, I don't know if I'll love this yet. like judging by the poster, I expect this to be like a dark type mystery. but for all we know, it could be down the road. Okay, first episode was again, it felt forceful with the innuendos like very cheesy especially with the dialogue, but they actually told it down we got introduced more characters so that has made it better. <laughs> so I am curious to see where this one will go. Uh, but not bad so far. Right now it's like a three, maybe two and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Uh, this one, next one, uh, a Heike story. Uh, this one has been going on for the past month. Right? so mm-hmm. I'm I'm four episodes in for this. Mm. And this is basically based off a book, not mm-hmm. a manga. I, I did hear that. I did hear that. Like it's about. an actual an actual book, like a uh, like an actual like folklore type ordeal. The yeah. tale of The Heike yeah. in uh, 12th century Japan. Yeah. And there's a bit of magic to it with uh the main girl Biwa, like, like her, like her eyes, like she has the multicolored eyes, and she sees the future type of thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like telling uh, first, her father gets killed by the Hickey family because they're awful. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he, uh, t- but uh, Biwa befriends one of them, uh, shigebori who also has the eyes that she has, the multicolored eyes, sees the future type of thing. Mm-hmm. So she eventually gets taken in as a, like adopted. As she starts uh, getting familiar with the family. You get familiar with almost everyone. And you get the culture of how they were back then. Like if a kid acted up against royalty or something like that, the only way to redeem is they get sent away somewhere. <laughs> they actually, like, they go into detail with how things were in that timeline. Mm-hmm. And that's actually great. And um, I think about b like, what's that instrument called? The dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. What's that instrument that they normally play? the old times
2: um the are you talking about the one that was in snow white notes
1: essentially yes
2: the shamisen
1: yeah um there's a little vision of biwa like playing that when something dramatic happens like she plays that in real life but like in like a visionary type thing like you see both like long white hair and like, it's just singing with that instrument <laughs> like something that's going on like tragic or whatever it, it, it comes and goes from time to time but uh, i like the magical aspect with the vision thing. Uh, I am enjoying the characters, even the family, despite them being like this powerful family and also essentially horrible people. But uh, I, I am liking everything about this uh, animation is unique, mm-hmm. so that's that's always nice. Uh, Yamada, the guy who did a uh, silent voice, K-On, did this after leaving Kyoto, so it's just nice to see him go like back into work. So mm-hmm. I, I am happy for that in that regard. Sorry, Yamada, she. Well, Yamada, so I thought I was like, but no, I'm, I'm wrong. It's not Yamada. she, yeah. I'm glad she's getting work. I'm glad she's fine. Do work to move on after that. Her horrific fire in the Kyoto studio. studio. Uh, Great stuff. This is definitely a four. Uh There's no episode list yet. They didn't say how many episodes are going to be, but I'm not worried. I'm along for the ride on this one. And then mm-hmm. the final one for me, Blue Period. This is a Netflix exclusive. Uh This one I've, I'm probably enjoying the most. The stars, I want to watch him by myself. Uh, it's about a guy named, uh, Yatora, who's basically, he was basically bored with his life, but just hangs out, he basically just hangs out with his friends watching the game, drink, get drunk, and go to school the next day. Uh, but eventually, and the he also falls asleep in art class, until he saw this specific art picture that, like, it captivated him, it blew him away type of thing at the detail of it and it is beautiful it is a beautiful piece uh i you first you think ryuji made the painting so uh yeah so yadara was basically scalded her like oh you can't be you can't go to art school type of thing no one's mm-hmm. gonna accept you but mm-hmm. like, he's just talking down and they like ah shit <laughs> And even the art teacher's like, ah, eh, that's true. Uh, it's hard to get. Our school's very expensive, and acceptance rates is very almost impossible to get in. You get like five people, basically, if you're lucky.
2: So it's kind of like a mixture of uh, of uh, Kageki Shoujo, except for art and not caddy shit.
1: Yeah, and it's it's and it's it's, and it's a regular school. It's hmm. just a regular high school. It's just an art. There's just an art club. Yeah, and then. Uh, Basically, uh, everyone was told to they have to draw something. Uh but, well, first beforehand, uh, she finds out, he finds out, Yada finds out who actually drew drew the painting. That was uh, a Mori. because he see her, he sees her like like watching like like basically doing some small stuff. And He was asking her about the painting, like uh, why is this person green type of thing. Like mm-hmm. only oh, like, because of the background, but it also matches the skin of the person beside them. So it's like a transparent type thing. And basically, like the perfect painting is basically like a different shade of blue because Yatara was describing like uh, Shibuya and like the sunrise basically like morning like actual sunrise like how it's just, like this beautiful blue type thing mm-hmm. so and she's like well maybe straw because usually like, the blue of the picture like you could do anything with blue
2: mm-hmm.
1: so he actually does at home like he draws he like he he starts painting like that how he remembers that night or early morning of Shibuya the morning rise like he like he colors it blue, different shades of blue, but also draws builds in it like after. And it got a positive response from like basically everyone. Even yeah. the girls she, he scolded, the <laughs> Ryuji. And she was about to like it and she saw like who made it like, never mind, I ain't looking at it. Like, oh like but, but even his friends were getting it, like they figured it out before the art students of what it was. Like, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, we were here. That's the town. Like that's you drew that. That's actually awesome. Like he was happy to have to have like an actual conversation with his friends mm-hmm. instead of just drinking and watching the game. And he actually starts getting tips from his art teacher. <laughs> like he even like outside his window, like he sees like the whole town like in a sunset. So he's like like he starts drawing it. Like he's actually drawing because he he does he does draw from time to time. But it was always it was just a hobby that he probably couldn't go anywhere, especially since his parents said we can't afford a private school type of thing. Mm-hmm. So he just ignored it. But here he is drawing, he starts getting pointers from his teacher that he's like, "You know what i he wants to sign up he wants to sign up for the art club. he wants to actually try to get into this fancy art university in Tokyo, so now he's actually going to take his painting seriously so uh if you like if you like paintings, if you like art, there's a bit of drama in it, and it's like it is a slice of life for you. Mm-hmm. It's actually well done." <laughs> And I and I I enjoy it for all those aspects uh for those that are interested it is a Netflix exclusive that will be released weekly. I think it's the first time they're doing this for international like the states mm-hmm. so but a yeah, great first episode uh I am definitely curious to see what's gonna happen next with uh how you got to as an artist and how his life's gonna be with his friends and everything mm-hmm. so uh, I believe that's it for me in that one
2: Alrighty then.
1: All righty, now the real meat of the matter is stuff we are watching together. But first, we're going to do one more review Mushoku Tensei Part 2. Mushoku Tensei Part 2. Uh, this came out in winter, mm-hmm. and we loved it. We were supposed to get it in the summer, but delayed. So the fall. And here we are.
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, again, it's starting off fabulous. Um, a-, a quick recommendation if you're not watching Mushoku Tensei, if you have children, don't watch it around children. Yeah, please don't. If you have an offense, a wife that will get offended, don't do that either. Don't watch it at work or school. Definitely watch. Just watch it at home. Just watch it. Watch it at home in the comfort of your of your house. Um, if you have, if you're in an apartment, don't put it too loud. Otherwise, the orgasm sounds will maybe make people uncomfortable. Depends. I mean, it's not that bad. I'm, we're over exaggerating a bit, but it is relatively sexual, but not in like an etchy way. It really, you know, helps the story in essence. So. Um, to break down Mashoko Tensei, basically, um, it's an isekai. It's a very, very good isekai at that. But it's an isekai nonetheless. Um, This neat, 30-something, I think he's like 36. 36-year-old shut-in neat basically gets kicked out of his apartment one day. And he ends up saving somebody from Truck-kun. But Truck-kun gets his ass. He dies. And he's reincarnated in a, a world full of magic and swords, um, except he retained his memories. So he's a baby.
1: As conscious, yeah, he gets his actual conscience.
2: Yeah, with the conscience of a 36 year old pervert. And the story progresses basically how he is a prodigy because he's smart and he is, like I said, he's 36 years old. He's got a fully developed mind already. Um, he's also got a very perverted mind, which is where, like, the sexual stuff in, comes in with, like, fucking and jacking off and, and masturbation and shit like that we see basically in different points of uh, of the series. Um, but in any case, he's a, a fucking genius. And so the story basically is how he uh lives in this new world um and how crazy good he is in terms of um in terms of his ability and it also basically is a story of how he basically takes this new life that he received um and makes the most of it at this point you know he recognizes how he was back then he goes through personal uh pitfalls as well like personal pitfalls And he has journeys to try and escape them and be a better person. And at the end of the day, that's kind of what the uh, true objective of this is. As much as he is, you know, this amazing character, he's really trying to do better by himself and by the world that he's in now after living a fucked up life beforehand. So um, that's the gist of it. Now, with that said, um, again, the action is really good. Um, the story is really well. Um, again, it's sexual. So if you like seeing or hearing sexual shit, you're in for a good one there. Um, and it, just in general, it's a really, really solid, solid series. Um, I believe I gave it a four out of I gave core one a four out of five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I got to check and see what I gave it. Um, give me two seconds. Let me see what I gave core one. Yeah, jobless, jobless, jobless moshoku tensei, jobless reincarnation it can go by two terms by the way I use jobless reincarnation because that's the English version Um, the more known version is uh, moshoku tensei Um, why is it playing a why is it playing a preview I didn't want it to play a preview gomen, <laughs> gomen, gomen, gomen choto gomen um, do I not have an option I mean I guess I could search it in any case, anyway, Matt. While I search it, go ahead and give them the recap of the last couple episodes.
1: Uh, basically, it starts out with uh, Rudius, Eris, and what's that guy's name?
2: Uh, Ruger. Yeah, I gave it four. Out of five. Four out of five.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Ruger, they basically are. They're all. They're all called. They're still called Dead End. They're traveling together. Still, they're still on the island, and uh, basically, they're out of money. Mm-hmm. And we talked about um, uh, Rudy meets a uh, meets a Lolly Demon who basically takes out one of the uh, yeah we actually we actually i think we covered that in last week did we yeah we were talking about how we got the demon eye
2: (laughs) oh yeah we made a joke because i made a demon and we made a joke about loli i was like oh wait till we get the jobless reincarnation that's right episode Uh, 12 has a loli demon that blesses rudy with a demon eye which if you make a correlation uh, basically this loli demon has the ability to she has 12 different demon eyes she herself has one and she gives the other 11 how she sees fit. If you look at one of the main characters from episode one, which is Ghislaine, which is the sword freaking priestess, she keeps her eye covered. When she reveals the eye, it's a demon eye. Each eye has different like abilities. And so the eye that she gives Rudy um is uh, the eye of foresight. So if he puts magic into his eye, he can basically see ahead into the future, up to like three seconds, I think, into the future.
1: Uh his limit is a second for right now.
2: So if um as the second in the in the previous episode, did you see the last you saw the last episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he says if he focuses his mana into the eye, he can extend it up to three seconds.
1: Yeah, but w- without that, it's just a second.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, without a second. Yeah, without mana, it just naturally is a second. Um, and so basically the episode, so it's it's interesting because we're two episodes in, and the episode focuses on on Rudy getting the eye and trying to get ahead. Um, the next episode, which is the one that came out on yeah, Sunday, it focuses
1: sh- on Roxy. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it focuses on Roxy, which by the way. Um, the uh, show comes out on Sunday. And so the end of core one shows them coming to the port city and Roxy herself coming into the port city. And throughout the first episode, we basically see Roxy and Rudy. Uh, they wonder about each other and they miss each other and they keep missing each other. Yeah. Um, One's going one way, one's going the other way. One doesn't realize one's passing. One doesn't and, and realize. Then, one's, and then uh, you
1: find out how that came to be.
2: And in this last episode, we find out and we see how it comes to be. And basically, Roxy is in a party with uh, two of Paul's former uh, party mates. One yeah. is a um, uh, what is that like a a, a dwarf? A, a dwarf. One's a dwarf who's really powerful and, and a skilled a skilled person. But he's, all,
1: but he's also a drunk.
2: Yeah. yeah, he's also a drunk, and he's with uh, she's with an elf. And the elf is a horny whore. <laughs> yeah, basically, she yeah. She,
1: she 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 sleeps her way to get information.
2: She and she loves dick. She loves sex. She loves it. And mm-hmm. she's even open to, to, to trying to show Roxy her side. And she's like, why don't you join me? And we and Ro- and Roxy canceled the orgy with her icicle spears. <laughs> she basically cock blocked an orgy and blew up the room that she was basically getting gangbanged in.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, uh...
2: Uh... Fucking hilarious. Which, by the way, in the first episode, we see Rudy pass that, and he goes, "Ah, ah, mata, mata," and Rudy's like, <laughs> he gets in his creepy little fucking uh, his yep. thing. He's like, "Nope, I can't stick around. He has to go try and figure out what's going on with the eye, try and find Rougeur and and Eris, and so freaking uh, they're on the boat." Meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile, Roxy uh, has to break up the the orgy and basically they realize she basically makes an executive decision. She's trying to find everybody in the family. So Paul's missing Rudy.
1: Yeah, the Grey Rat rat family. Yeah, missing his his
2: wife and then missing his mistress and their child. So basically, Roxy's like, all right, the wife is fine, Rudy's fine. Let's just focus on on the mistress and the child. They're the people who we need to find. So they basically, in essence, give up on Rudy for now. Rudy sets sail from the port city that she that they happen to be in together. He sets sail. Um, they send Rougier ahead of time out there. Be smuggled. Sh- yeah, to be smuggled in, and they were supposed to basically hand up a deal. Like, we'll smuggle you to this other side if you help us relieve us of these. If you smuggle
1: yeah, ba- these, yeah, basically free free the prisoner that I'm looking.
2: Yeah. So basically they have to smuggle some assets, which we learn later are prisoners. We'll get into that momentarily. So then the episode basically focuses at the beginning on – or the second half, I'm sorry. The episode focuses on uh, Eris being extremely seasick, throwing up into a bucket, and she's basically half naked at this point. She threw up on her robe. Her robe is – Drying, and she's half naked. She got her, her her opi out. She's thirteen now at this point, which is obviously still underage. But Rudy's only what eleven, and he's super perverted, so it fits. You know, it's okay for them, even though it's not okay. But it's it's okay for them. So Rudy gets a boner seeing Eris uh, half naked, and as eleven year old boy, so he heads to the bathroom and he rubs one
1: out. He rubs one out, <laughs> and, and the and the Eris is like, "You smell funny."
2: And you smell funny, which is fucking he
1: didn't wash his hands they're they're in they're in the moving sea but you still you still get that musk after yeah i guess yeah so So. yeah that that yeah so she probably spelled the musk of it i'm not in any case (laughs) they get over yes okay uh we're here to pick this person up like okay fine why don't you say so And Rudy sees one of the prisoners uh nico Hmm. getting abused for Hmm. uh, screaming and i I think she got beaten to death
2: no, she got yeah. She got killed. She got sliced to death. We find out later she slices to death. She basically he goes to to Ruzard, Um, he goes like, oh Rougeard, we're gonna get you out. And he's like Rougeard. By the way, for those who didn't see Core One, Rougeard is what's called a superd, which is uh, a demon uh, thing that supposedly hates humans. And we find out his story is all fucked up. And it was actually the king whom Rudy is basically working for, in essence, or like the god deity that ordered the the superd to basically be a, a fucked up race and be scapegoats for like this and yeah, basically he's lot. with
1: them to basically re reestablish
2: yeah that they're decent people but they do kill and ruzer like listen the the assets that we need to relieve are five demon children there were six one was just killed and rudy obviously feels bad and he tells rudy like he just want go, to kill <laughs> we must kill everyone and rudy doesn't want him to kill like like matthew just said but um, he assures Rudy like listen your hands aren't going to be dirty I want to do this this is something I need to do let me do it and so he says okay and Richard goes on a killing spree and kills everybody while they, Rudy
1: rescues the prisoners <laughs>
2: yeah the prisoners are a little bit scared of him as a human so he puts his staff down he starts talking beasts to them and um, of course Rudy's a pervert and so Rudy sees some some opi even though they're abused under you know un- malnourished opi. he gets excited but he's like nope gotta stay focused so they escape and then the girls are like there was a dog there why did not you get the dog why don't you get the dog and rudy's like we have no time and rudy's like it's fine i'll go back and get the dog so he gets the dog rudy becomes a kid because it's like oh it's a fluffy dog yeah as a, a sacred beast as it's that played. yeah it's that cool. was
1: probably what they were looking
2: yeah but it was a fluffy dog so he starts playing with the fluffy dog meanwhile two people that were there from the from the beasts uh sorry from the from the the child beast uh uh what's it called village to save the girls notice all oh, there is everybody's dead and all you see is rudy with a creepy face playing with the dog so they basically incapacitate rudy and they take the dog and they take rudy to the village while the chief that was there is going after rujard and the beast children so we're in for a pretty wild ride in episode three yes. but again this is a very solid anime a very solid isekai um it's going to be a top contender as well during this season
1: all right now the reviews are out of the way we're going to talk about our impressions of what is we are watching together mm. uh first Miriko Chan. this is this is odd
2: <laughs> it's not odd it's just it's way too sexual for what it, it
1: is it, it, it's it's definitely not edgy. They, they didn't get the rating because of high school students.
2: <laughs> I mean you know I don't mind them but at the same time I get why uh, people... Uh,
1: but I'm not the only comedy is the fancer yeah that's really the issue with the horror comedy. Yeah, I figured it'd be a. And, 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 and Miko's face. And
2: Miko's face. No, I was going to say, Miko's, Miko's reactions are definitely what it is. So, for those who don't know, we're talking about Miko Chan, meruko Chan, sorry, is about a high school girl who one day basically is living life normally and now sees ghosts and demons. And they're trying to basically see, like, oh, do you see us? Do you see us? And she does her best to no sell it. She's like, doesn't react, doesn't scream, doesn't cry externally. She's just like, nope, everything's cool. But internally, she's freaking the fuck out. She's like, oh my god, I yep. can see these demons. Oh my god, it's touching me. Oh my god, it's touching her. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. She's freaking the fuck out. Um, so, again, the comedy is in her reaction. But um the story is extremely sexual. Like there's a, a high emphasis on the sexual portions, whether it's seeing underwear, whether it's close ups on, on camel toes, whether it's close up on titties where you can see see through bras and they're naked at times. Yeah,
1: mostly Hannah.
2: Yeah, they show like well, they also show Meruko like in the very first episode. They, Meiko, show her, yeah, like, they
1: show her bent over like twice. Yeah,
2: they saw her bent over, they show her pulling her panties down to pee, which is that shocked me like that. You don't really see that, you know. Thank god you don't hear or see her, Oshiko, which means pee in Japanese. You don't see her, Oshiko, yeah. but um, just the principle of like an animation right. of her, a girl taking her panties off and she's mm-hmm. a high school girl definitely, definitely was like wow. But so, I mean. If you're a high school kid, like my nephew's 16 in high school, he loves the fuck out of this yeah. for obvious fucking reasons. But you know, for somebody like us, like you know, normal adults, it it, it it's it's a bit much.
1: it's, it's either gonna be it's, normal for you or it's gonna be a bit much. It's a bit much even for and, me. I, and and I, the, I will say the designs of the ghosts are creepy. Like they're very
2: they're creepy. I get creeped oh, yeah. up. I definitely, I, cause I don't do horror at all. So I see the seeing the ghost for me, I get creeped the fuck out. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude. Just in general, like like I said, yeah. it's it's unique.
0: Uh, the, uh, the, the I, I'm sure the I'm story. sure
1: I'm sure we're gonna finish it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna finish it.
2: for sure. Even even though the even though the sexuality is too much, I still enjoy it. But yeah. it's just you know, it's just too much, dude. It's way yeah, too much. Yeah. Not even an etchy where like you get a story and it just happens to be sexual. Like this is a horror comedy. With extremely like NSFW right. stuff, like you know, outside of like seeing like fucking Opai, like Bear Opai and, and Monko, yeah. that's about it. That's all right. you're
1: missing. Uh, but yeah, after the first two episodes, um, uh, it there is potential, but again, the edgy is a bit much, but there is definitely some elements of horror, they do, especially with the ghosts. they do, they actually do a, a really nice job on that, so yeah, yeah, for sure. So. Uh, well, we will see what happens. Uh, I can already uh,
2: tell, like, so far. Like, it's not going to get more than a three for me.
1: All right. Up next, Platinum End. Man. This no. was dark. Actually,
2: you know what? I want to do Ganabre Doki-chan first. Because that's... The... Oh, yeah. The,
1: yeah, those are... Yeah, that, that, that's very short. That's an ONA. We can get yeah. that real quick. Yeah. It's another... It's an Eshi Shorts, but nothing too bad. It's an adult comedy,
2: in essence. It, and this It really is an adult comedy. Basically, the show follows
1: two girls, two office
2: girls, and they basically have a crush on the same office guy. And they basically want to be in a relationship with him, and they also want to get fucked by the guy. And so basically, it, it shows their trials and tribulations of working in an office together while having a crush on this guy. Um, it, it's nice. Like Matthew said, it's a, it's a TV short. It's only five minutes long, um, of which you get a full – you basically get a full ED. Uh, from, yeah. So you see, like two minutes of story. You get a full ED, which is a minute and a half, and then you get an extra 30 seconds of like after credit, and then to lead up to
1: the next episode. <laughs> it
2: to lead to the next episode, and then like you see like an, an image, like a an illustration from the from the from the mangaka, and that's how it ends. Um, so it's very simple, simple, short, uh, easy watch. Um, it, it again, it's an adult comedy. So and I'm and I'm sure you know people have heard the saying, you never shit where you eat. Um, so if you don't believe in that, you probably would get frustrated watching this. But at the same time, if you do, you know, or have been in this in a in a in a, a situation where you have had like an interwork relationship with somebody or had a crush on somebody or trying to go after somebody who works with you, um, you would completely understand where this anime goes. So um okay. I recommend it. Just the, the principle of it, you know, being an adult comedy. Again, it is etchy, so not something you want to watch in public, I would say. Probably not. Um again. All the things that we basically mentioned for Jobless, I might recommend for definitely Mayruco and definitely um, Ganabre. It's funny. My nephew – we're going back to Meruko real quick. My nephew – texting me, and he's like, um, he's like, oh, have you seen Meiruko? I was like, oh, I need to. He's like, ah, oh, it's so good. So I see it, and I was like, dude, I understand why it's so good. It's so edgy. He's like, he chuckles. And so the next episode comes out, episode two of Meiruko came out this Saturday, and he watched it on Monday at school, and he's like, he's like Unk, I don't think I could watch uh, Meiruko anymore in school. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't do that, dude.
1: Yeah, don't.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Like, I hadn't seen it yet, and I saw episode two, and it was worse than episode one. And I was like, yeah, no, I, I would definitely... That's a stupid reason to get in trouble. So definitely definitely watch that when you're alone at home i'm not gonna say anything to your sister it's all good but um yeah anyway simple 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 watch for the gunnari doka now let's get to platinum and
1: yeah uh this one's a little bit darker
2: a at, little bit well, well at first a at little first. bit
1: dude that was very dark bro are you kidding me all Five, is five. Dark. basically yeah mariah finishes school it's like what are you gonna do next I'm gonna kill myself.
2: Yeah, we see basically a, a boy and everyone's happy around him and we see a depressed boy. Um I would say similar in despair to um uh what's his face? To uh Miyamura. If you watched Horror Mia you saw like the despair yeah. of Miyamura, he's got that similar despair except his situation, his story is way worse as we come to find out. Yeah. So um yeah, he fucking Goes on a building one day and he's like, all right. He graduates from middle school. He's gonna go on to high school and he's like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. He's like, I'm just gonna kill myself.
1: Yep. And he got saved by the angel Nase, saying, hey, um, don't do that. I'm here to make you better. I'm your personal angel. I'm here so, to make you happy. Yeah. So she gives Mirai like this uh, wings and an arrow to make the, people. Fall specific- in love
2: with yeah. Him. Specifically, the 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 gift of freedom and the gift of love. And boy, a freedom is one, the freedom is very accurate, but love.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, basically, and then Nase drops the bombshell saying, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, your aunt and uncle killed your parents
2: yeah we come to find out that um that Mirai's family was killed in a in an explosion and he was basically adopted by his aunt and uncle who abused the fuck out of him um, even the kids is, do and even the kids their kids abused him too and that basically led him to despair so while they're happy enjoying life he's he's like Harry potter like in or like the the what's the face but, like a,
1: but... A little Steps worse, like he's actually suicidal.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and he's like in a cupboard by himself, like dirty and fucking beat up. But he now he's become suicidal. He wants to kill himself, and that's where the genesis of his depression comes in. And so, um, like Matt said, he, she drops the bombshell that, like, hey, your family was fucking killed by your aunt and uncle. Like, oh, you don't believe me? Come, let's find out.
1: Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so he's so she's like, hey, use the arrow to make to make the aunt confess what happened so he does that when he gets home Mm -hmm. like while the aunt's like falling in love with him creepy enough and Mm -hmm. then she admits yes uh we killed Mm -hmm. like like, we didn't want to like it was the uncle's idea for Mm -hmm. the money the insurance money Mm -hmm. and then the uncle comes like hey why the fuck are you saying this yeah. Uh. They, then they start fighting. The ant gets beat up, and, and then the ant kill herself.
2: <laughs> no, specifically, fucking Mirai is like, you should just fucking die, not fucking, but she's like, you should and die. She's like,
1: and she's like, well, if you insist.
2: And she slices her fucking throat open.
1: And the uncle freaks out. And then you cut to like a, what was it was like a week later.
2: No, so basically he has this revelation, and I thought that was very, very powerful. One of the things that Mirai said is, I only come to those who um, who basically have lost the will to live. Um, That's when I come into play. And she's what's called a special grade angel. There's grade one, grade two, and special grade. So she's a special grade angel. That's why she's able to bestow these powers onto him. And so basically Mirai has a flashback to his life um, before... Uh, the explosion happened and everything that's happened subsequently afterwards and he has like a revelation about the power of love and the power of freedom and he mentioned like you know like my family wanted me to live i was living before i can live again um it, it was just a very powerful moment where you know the suicidal kid realizes like life isn't as bad as you know how he thinks and even though he's got a fucked up hand in life you know he still has the ability to make the most of his life and that he should keep on living and that's when Nase officially says, like, listen, I'm gonna be your personal angel. You know, I'm here to help you, like, you know, be happy. And
1: so, then by the way
2: <laughs> Yeah, by the way. So basically it cuts to a week later, um, and uh, Mirai is dead broke living in uh, a, a hotel, hotel. because of the arrow. Yeah, and she's like, Oh, he's like, I want money. And she's like, Well, you can, you know, just you know, with your wings, you can you're faster than anything, you just steal and whatever you, you want.
1: I, I, and you could also kill your uncle.
2: Yeah, you can kill your uncle and get his insurance money. Since they killed your family, he's, he's not needed, right? And Mirai's like, What the fuck? Like, why would I kill somebody? Like, killing and stealing wouldn't make me happy. Like, that's not how I want him like, to die.
1: Well, you're going to have to kill.
2: <laughs> yeah. And she's like, Oh, and he's like, oh, like, Oh, like, I don't want him to slit his throat. Like, Oh, no, no, you don't have to do that. Here's a, a white arrow. Like, so basically, the red arrow, he gets an arrow power. So the red arrow makes people fall in love with people. If he shoots somebody with a white arrow, it's instant death. They feel nothing. They don't suffer. It's just fucking death. That's it. And he's like, Oh my God, why would I want to do that? And she's like, Oh my God, I completely forgot to tell you. Um, by the way, because I bestowed these powers on you, um, you are now the 13th candidate. There are 12 other candidates. Uh, sorry, the 13th candidate to replace God. There are there is no God currently. And there are twelve other candidates that are violent. So you're to gonna so
1: you're gonna have to fight to this.
2: Yeah, you're gonna eventually meet these guys and we get a, a, a preview of one of them fucking and he's like a justice warrior. He basically goes to like a pimp that's like fucking in his limo and he kills the pimp um in the limo. Um so yeah, it's pretty wild. And by the way, we get the revelation and I I, I kind of believe in this. I don't know. I'm not religious, but at the same time, I'm Catholic, so I do believe in, in heaven and hell. He, she mentions, like, listen, there's a hell, but there's no devils. The devils are what's inside of humans' hearts. And I felt that. I was like, wow, it makes a lot of fucking sense. But yeah, yeah, in any uh, case,
1: yeah, we we also said we wouldn't be reviewing.
2: <laughs> we at this point, we're really just this is our thoughts, so we're doing reviews. I know, but,
1: but it's gonna be like oh, we can't we can't split these episodes again.
2: I mean, we could. <laughs> uh, no, get...
1: we're not doing that. We can't. We can't keep doing.
2: it. I mean, dude, freaking. I mean, dude, when you really think about it, as we go along in the season, we're watching 15, at least 15 different anime, dude. It, they're all gonna be long. I'm sorry. I,
1: I know. Like we're we're probably gonna have to cut a reviews short.
2: <laughs> I don't know if we can. I just that's why I don't mind the the double episodes. Although, you know, when once we're back to a normal schedule, double episodes, we're trying to basically get our, our, our feet under us, ladies and gentlemen. For now, the uh, double episodes don't mind because, as you know, we've been taking individual breaks um, for, for life reasons. So it's OK. But obviously, we don't want to make you guys listen to two episodes back to back. And at the same time, we don't want to basically hound you out for three hours in terms of anime. I think you guys
1: have other things to do other so, than watch well, us. Uh, so listen. we're probably going to cut down the spoiler part as much. <laughs> perhaps and I, basically- I, 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 I like like not a whole week re- we can't like fully recap the episodes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, all right. The point is, though, Platinum End, really good. For those who don't know, Platinum End is also made by the uh, creators of Death Note. I haven't seen Death Note. I know you have, Matt. I know yeah. it's a highly acclaimed series with a kind of a disappointing end. So we'll see how Platinum End goes through. But Platinum End is definitely a a really, really good uh, series. And I'm very intrigued by it. Very dark. It's probably one of the darker animes of the season so far. It's just in one episode alone um it does come out on fridays if i'm not mistaken so every friday if you want to check out uh oh, it's me-
1: thursday. no it's friday oh, okay
2: it's friday yeah uh aquatope and nexus are on thursdays okay so actually it might okay. it might be thursday no you're right i think it is thursday i'm sorry no you're right yeah. it is
1: Thursday. yeah it's friday over there
2: <laughs> yeah otome and um uh faraway away in our fridays in any uh, case
1: all right. Uh, but yeah, definitely good. Definitely good first impression. Uh, very interesting. we yeah. to see where it goes next. All right. Speaking of Faraway Paladin, let's talk about that next.
2: It's weird, but I like it.
1: It's it's definitely interesting.
2: <laughs> it is. Uh, the, well, I, there's no point really in reviewing this one because it's it's kind of unique. But long story short, uh, Faraway Paladin basically follows a boy who's brought up, raised as a as a man by. 30, yeah.
1: The, also, they man. don't have it listed. It is an isekai. Is, well,
2: yeah, because they—he he, got reincarnated. He was, yeah. He says, "I'm keeping a seal." Basically, uh, we can—it's not really a review, but we can basically say that he's being brought up by three undead. Um, the undead keep, you know, the secrets of how they became undead, why they became undead, and how they yeah, are. Whereas people where he came from but he's also keeping a secret from them is that he retained his memories it's not like jobless where the guy has full recollection of his past um character has he it's foggy it comes and goes he just knows that he lived on earth and he got reincarnated and so um we'll see how that plays out Um, but yeah, it's really unique in terms of the fact that you have these three undeads and they have like, uh, again, religion and the religion affects the undead, um, in various ways. It's, um, it's quite interesting. You know, it, it, it you know what it reminded me of, I was trying to make an idea. It reminded me of a more mature version of Somali.
1: A little bit,
2: yeah. A little bit, A Samaria and the forest. Spirit, yeah. for those who don't. Yeah, know.
1: but I think the OP kind of gave away that Mary, Blood and Augustus don't come with him. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, because he grows up and he has to go adventure. Yeah, on his own. I'm saying so, so, so,
1: yeah. Either they, either they die or he just goes on his own. <laughs> I think he goes on his own. I think that's yeah, well, well. Hopefully, okay. Oh. I, I'm tired of just seeing people die. I, I, like, mean, I, I like, I like, their, Blood. I like, I like Mary. Yeah, I like his. Family. Yeah, like they all teach him different things. So I always thought like Mary teaches him about the gods, Blood teaches him how to hunt, that Augustus teaches him magic and wisdom and history yeah and money <laughs> and money
2: well, so uh, really good i'm very curious to see how it goes
1: um and yeah yeah definitely the mystery of that is definitely interesting of what what's going on like we don't we don't know don't know much about the world yet so we're gonna find out yeah what's actually going on yeah. all right speaking of ec Kai, world assassin
2: the surprise so far of the season it yeah. is fucking superb. Basically, the, it's an isekai as Matthew said, the gist of of the, of the show is basically um the world's greatest assassin is assassinated and he's reincarnated in a world where he's an he's assassin an and,
1: and an aristocrat.
2: And an aristocrat and his goal basically is like, "All right, listen, the, the he at the end of the episode basically and it's it's fantastic. The episode is fantastic because it deals with fucking espionage and 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 killing. It's got guns, it's got crazy action um but again he gets assassinated at the end of the episode and at the end of the the,
1: by by his own company like by his own company
2: because he's gonna retire and i'm gonna teach other assassins well nobody retires either you fucking keep doing it or you die so they kill him and they killed not to mention the way they killed him they they blew up a plane with everybody on board and And he was
1: and he was okay with it at first until after he does like you know, I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah, it's like, fuck
2: these motherfuckers. They fucking they yeah. fuck over after all I did for them. Well,
1: yeah, like I said, like if they didn't do it like if he got killed on his own, like he would have been fine with it. Yeah. Because that's the job. But the fact that they did it to him is what got him upset.
2: <laughs> yeah. So basically he's like, Oh, am I dead? And he basically sees a goddess, and the goddess is like, Listen, hey, I'll give you two options. One, you can reincarnate but you lose all sense of who you were as a child. You live a completely brand new life, no recollection of your life. Or B, you can keep all your recollection and reincarnate and be an assassin in a whole new world with magic and and and, yeah. and 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 yeah. And then Luke was like, "All right, who do you want me to kill?" Basically, what's the catch? The catch is you want me to kill somebody, huh? She's like, "Oh, you already knew." He's like, "I want you to I want you to kill the hero that will bring destruction to the world." And that's how the episode ends. Fucking, but like I said, it's absolutely fantastic. Oh my God. I can't. Yeah, this was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> it was a pleasant surprise at how wonderful this is. I cannot wait. That show episode two comes out tomorrow, I believe. Yeah. Um, along with um the other one that you're not watching, um, Banished Hero. And I cannot yeah. fucking wait to see it, dude. I'm as excited as hell yeah. to see how they follow this up with episode two. Um, just seeing some of the previews from the from the the ED and stuff. Oh, fucking bloody bloody wonderful i cannot yeah. wait it, 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 it's gonna be one yeah, of the
1: rec- that, definitely some great stuff uh, yes. uh we don't know much about the his companions yet so i'm actually curious about them tarte dia and i think maha
2: well yeah he hasn't he hasn't met them yet so we'll we'll give you guys a review on that next week or two weeks yeah we will we find out more about them stay tuned on that but yeah yep. definitely fucking good all right um we have one. senpai is annoying senpai is annoying oh we're saving tack for last okay yep okay senpai is annoying it's our other rom-com of the season a very strong contender uh for rom-com komi is by far the favorite um we'll see how senpai but as, but as of right
1: now senpai is annoying yeah
2: senpai is annoying is a really really good show by the way but we'll see how komi does but for now senpai annoying is the one that's debuted um senpai is a tiny girl i'm sorry um kohai we the show basically focuses around the kohai the kohai is uh, yeah, a f- f- futaba yeah well, Futaba, but in any yeah. case. Uh yeah, it's funny. Futaba.
1: <laughs> or we'll
2: call her Futaba. <laughs> anyway, she's a little tiny girl. She's um a salesperson. She's a second year salesperson. She's an adult. Um, but she's really, really tiny. Like, really, like she's child size tiny. Um, but she's an adult. And so she works in an office, and her senpai is this giant. Takeda. Man. Yeah, takeda senpai. Um, Takeda is a humongous fucking giant dude. Like if anybody watches Japanese wrestling, he reminds me a little bit of, of Manabu Nakanishi. I got like Nakanishi vibes looking at him i don't know why i just oh it's nakanishi (laughs) so he um again humongous dude very burly but he's a he's a kind soul but he like talks loud you know he and he treats um he treats futaba like a child and so the story basically follows them as their first sales trip but as they go through the sales trip they work together they have errors and stuff futaba starts to realize like oh i you know, why do I I like him? Why is he so kind to me? Like she starts yeah. basically realizing like, like, starts, like he's actually
1: helpful. Help yeah.
2: Him. And he she basically realizes like, oh, I'm starting to have feelings for, for Senpai. And so they basically the gist of episode one is they go, they do all everything. With basically, a, she yeah. fucked
1: up. She fucked up on the order.
2: Yeah. And, she, and then they they she have
1: to eventually fix it fixes it.
2: Yeah, they have to fix it together. There's some stuff where they work together and some cute moments. And then after they secure everything and they make everything right, they go out drinking and Futaba gets fucking wasted. And um she asked senpai like you know like what, what do i mean to you or do you like me and she goes yeah of course i like you you know and senpai is like i think of you like a little sister um no, i just want uh, like first like, i think i like you as like
1: my... i would had a kid like
2: you. yeah she's like i wish i had a kid like you mm-hmm. He's like when i think of my wife and i think of my i think of a wife and a kid i want my kid to be like you and that upsets futaba and she's like why couldn't i be the wife and then she passes out from fucking from alcohol and mm-hmm. it kind of makes senpai think a little bit like oh oh okay
1: yeah and then we get the best op so far
2: <laughs> yeah i think it might be the best op i mean
1: yeah, and, to... in, in terms of like actual like visuals that what they do with like how everything moves the animation yeah it's damn
2: good <laughs> i mean you know jobless jobless is Jobless's op song that was the best oh, no, song, song. the
1: song is fantastic but it's all like actual yeah visuals.
2: the visuals yeah, yeah 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 the actual visuals i would i would agree with that i would say Um, we didn't see one. Did we see one for Tact? I don't recall seeing one for Tact. Uh, Meruko's—it's an episode two. Meruko's is cute. Um, I haven't seen it yet, so I gotta see it. Um, I haven't seen episode two yet on Tact, which we'll talk about momentarily. Platinum's not uh -uh. bad. Platinum's not bad. Paladin's not. I think no, we didn't see one for Paladin. We didn't see an OP for. Yeah, no, it's
1: it's at the end
2: though. Banished Hero wasn't terrible.
1: I don't think. Uh, Meruko,
2: Meruko is is nice. Eighty-six isn't bad. Meruko's is nice. I like Meruko's. But yeah,
1: uh, corner is okay. Uh, Visual Prison is eh. all right. Let's get to our main events.
2: <laughs> yes, the fact fucking...
1: OP Destiny,
2: the visual marvel outside of Demon Slayer, the visual
1: marvel of the season, beautiful like everything about it is just madhouse, madhouse, madhouse. Thank you, Sugoy. This we're, uh, we're not gonna get fully into it. Let's. You, this is something you need to see for yourself, it but it, it follows tact. And what's the, what's her? What's her? S-
2: you're, you're forgetting Madhouse, too. It's it's a joint project.
1: I I, 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 I said, I said, I said, Mappa and Madhouse. I didn't hear you say Madhouse. I heard yeah, you say, Mappa. yeah, Ma- yeah, Mappa and Madhouse. There's Mappa did bad.
2: episode one. No, Madhouse did episode one. Mappa's doing episode two. where I again, episode. Great. Episode two dropped today as we we're recording. Um, Tuesday, August the twelfth. I have not seen episode two yet, so I can't really give you much details on it. But just seeing the opening episode again, just the details, the animation, the music. This is a musical anime, not a musical anime, but it's, it's think of it, a. Sh-
1: it's it follows music. Think yeah, of a the main shonen theme is music.
2: Yeah, think of a shonen that follows music. That the main theme is music. It is. It is wonderful and I cannot wait to see more. I love music as Matthew and I both love music. We both love Shonen. And again, we cannot stress enough the quality of this animation is it's movie, it's movie esque, next level production. Nothing outside of Demon Slayer, I think, touches it at all this season. Platinum End has got some pretty good animation. Um, Finest yeah, Assassin's. This, yeah, this
1: is definitely going to be anime. Or, you know, animation of this.
2: Yeah, I, I can't. I can't think of anything else. Uh, 86 has got good anim. So 86 has got good animation. Uh, Jobless has got good animation. Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: what's it called? Um, Finest Assassin, good animation. Platinum yeah, Man but, but has this, got really good animation.
1: But this just tops it. Yeah, Banished
2: it has got good animation. But this is head and shoulders. Outside of Demon Slayer, head and shoulders above anything you can possibly watch it's a good story
1: good action very good action and again oh god yeah it's... i love that tax the maestro and destiny is basically like the symphony per se so
2: she's not that de- she's not technically destiny she's got another name um let me find it it's like cielo or something like cello her name is basically cello which is you know obviously a musical instrument so uh unme is the main character although she goes by cello or you can call Cosette. her Cosette.
1: De- She's Cosette.
2: Cosette. There we go. Sorry, Cosette.
1: Yeah, her, her in that form is Destiny. Her actual name. Is yeah, dude. And yeah, yeah, you actually find out more about that in episode two. You, okay, cool.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna watch that. I'm bit, I have that, and I have the two other anime: *Finest Assassin* and um, uh, *Banished Hero*. I'll be watching those tomorrow, basically, because I'm gonna That's go about, to bed. But no, well.
1: this yeah, but it's very, it's fantastic. As well, again, this is one of. Please see for yourself.
2: So fucking perb. Cannot stress yeah. how
1: is
2: Oh my god, I get so yeah. excited. Just just thinking about the, the clarity yeah. and just
1: yeah, yeah, wait till episode two. Like, so, shit. so exciting. Yeah. I cannot wait. So before we wrap up, what are your five that you anticipated for us? i uh, out of your first impressions? Like what or those top five that have blown you away? Number one is number one is eighty
2: six. I it's my anime. It's you know, for now. Yeah. You know, we'll see how it goes throughout the season. But 86 is my front runner as it stands right now for anime of the season. Um, it'll be Demon Slayer because everybody loves Demon Slayer. But yeah. it, it, to me, it's 86 so far. 86 is number one. Um, fucking, I would say, God damn, I, it's so tough, man. There's so many great anime. Well, it's not
1: like a rank, Greg. It's just your, you're just your five. Like it's I want to
2: no, no, I want to rank them. I want to rank them. 86 for me is number one. I'm gonna go with uh. I'm going to go with Tact as number two, just because, again, that visualization is so, it's that impressive that it yeah. trumps a, a lot. It trumps a lot. It trumps so much. I'm going to go Tact. So 86 1, Tact 2, uh, Finest Assassin, number three, because, again, it was very, very 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 fucking surprising at how stellar that was and i hope that continues on so we're gonna see how that goes i'm gonna go so far with uh finest assassin at three we're gonna go jobless at number four because again i love jobless love the story um love you know obviously i love the sexuality because it's funny um but again good story i'll do jobless four and five i'm gonna do platinum End. platinum End is very intriguing the darkest anime of the season um i'm very curious to see how they follow up with with that yeah. shocking episode one. So uh yeah, those are my five in order how I would recommend you watch
1: All those. Right. All right. For me, uh Tensei, uh Tacto P Destiny. That is an order or no? Uh, no. no. There's an OK. I gave you mine. Mine are not no no. Okay. I, I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it until the end. <laughs> I mean Tacto, we'll see. If, you know. Yeah Tacto P Destiny, Blue Period, Senpai is annoying, hmm. and he story.
2: You notice I didn't go. You, I love rom coms. I didn't go with rom com. 86, uh, 86, shonen, yeah. fucking yeah. Hey, you, you went for most uh, of
1: the actions.
2: No, I'm sorry. Mech. Eighty six is mech. tack is uh, uh, action. Shonen type. Uh, shonen is music. That, is type. That,
1: yeah? it's actually now shonen.
2: Is it a shonen? Okay, so it's not. TAC, it's not. It's not. Oh, it's not a shonen. Sorry. Okay, so musical action. So eighty six. Eighty six is mech. Uh, tact is musical action. Uh, fucking World's Fine Assassin is isekai Mashoko Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation is isekai, Platinum End is uh, Supernatural Supernatural, it is a shonen shonen supernatural, I didn't go with any rom-coms this season ladies and gentlemen we'll see, because we have one final show that we'll talk about in our next episode that hasn't come out for us, and that is Komi, by the time we record again uh,
1: Uh, but we probably won't review it until, until we're all caught up Unless it's weekly, it is weekly. It is going to be weekly.
2: Comey is weekly. Yeah, it's going to be like boot period. It's going to be weekly.
1: Okay, then we will talk about Comey when we come back. <laughs>
2: we'll talk about Comey when we come back. For those who didn't listen last week or didn't hear us earlier, Matthew is going on a nice trip with his significant other to yep. Iceland, and so yep. I wish. I'm all leaving
1: out. a few days. I'll be yep. back on the 23rd, but we yep. will record on the 27th. <laughs>
2: That sounds good to me. I should
1: be caught up by. I should be caught up even by then. <laughs>
2: I'll be sure to try my hand, my damnedest to be caught up as well. All I right. wish you safe travels, brother. I hope you have thank fun, you. stay safe, don't get abducted, don't fall into a volcano. Don't, I won't.
1: I won't get sick again. Don't
2: don't get sick. Don't get COVID. Yeah. Fucking hope you all have right. lots of fucking three-way yeah, sex.
1: All that shit. Yep. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DaveMFix12. Uh, we want to thank uh, Chairshot Radio and W10 w2f network for hosting us you can find us on where you find your favorite local podcasts on our radio spotify itunes amazon uh you name it you're we're we're most likely on there Mm -hmm. uh we do have a talk to keiki twitter finally Mm -hmm. yes you can follow us at
2: motherfucker forgot the twitter handle
1: yeah it's it's just at talk to keiki we currently have nine followers we are hoping to get more
2: Please follow uh, you us. You can
1: find us at um, Eat the Cake Anime Group on Facebook. Find mm-hmm. us If you have heard of us in the show, please let us know. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have you. Uh, sometime next month, we are going to start our Cakey Shop uh, other spin-off series. Uh, more info mm-hmm. on that later. Uh, mm-hmm. where, where we will eventually look for applicants or mm-hmm. people that want to participate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethan, your plugs. Yep, you can follow me at uh,
2: podcast.senpai for all uh, my podcast-related information. Shout-out to the Orlando Tragics podcast and my boy B. Ronan. Shout-out to the MMA for Mark's podcast with my boy Andy Um, where I talk crazy shit on Orlando Tragics and I talk uh, combat sports with Andy. We have a new recording. We're going to record on Friday, so I'm looking forward to hopefully maybe getting that out to you guys, even though we haven't gotten much out to you guys in a while. Hopefully that'll change. Um, you can reach me on my anime Instagram at AI underscore anime 24. I anime, which means love anime 24. Um, you can also reach me at Twitter on S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4. You can follow me on analyst.co at S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4-9, 249, Showstopa249. 249. And again, you can follow us on our Talk the Cakey Instagram at Talk the Cakey, um, T-A-L-K-T-H-E-K-E-K-I. And uh, I think that's it for me. Oh, one more. Piece of information, um, I'm gonna try my damnedest, cause EDC for me is coming up in a month. I'm gonna try my damnedest to try and represent, talk to Kiki somehow. If you're going to EDC Orlando, November 10th, I'm sorry, uh, 12th through 14, 12, 13, 14. If you see me out there, um, I, oh my God, I cannot wait. By the way, I'll spoil this now. I'm doing a Tokyo Revengers, uh, what's it called? Cosplay. I'm going as fucking Valhalla. I cannot wait to show you guys how that turns out. Um, My boy is going as Mikey. Um, we're gonna do like a whole anime theme. My whole crew. Like, I know somebody's gonna go as uh, some something Naruto. Um, someone else is doing uh, another one. Like, it's gonna be fucking fabulous. I can't wait to show you guys. I'm gonna try and represent Talk to Kiki out there as well as my other podcasts. If you see me out there, um, you'll see me with the Valhalla jacket. Please come up to me. Please let me know you you watch a show or listen to the show. I will forever be eternally grateful. I will add you. I will be your friend. Again shout out to, to, to you guys for that hopefully you guys will see me out there for that so um i think that's it for me buddy
1: all right uh we had our cake we talked our cake uh we are on full on cake so we will see you in two weeks so until then arigato and that's and sayonara
0: sayonara minasan Hamilton is now playing on the Kimmel Cultural Campus through November 28th. It's a story of America then, told by America Now, featuring a score that blends hip-hop, jazz, R&B, and Broadway. Hamilton has created a revolutionary moment in theater. Tickets and information on how Kimmel Cultural Campus plans to keep you safe, including the current proof of vaccination and mask requirements, are available at KimmelCulturalCampus.org.
2: RCN's award-winning internet gives you faster speed and greater value. Starting at $26.99 per month, choose your internet speed from 50, 300, 600, or 940 megabits per second. Then add one of RCN's TV options and create the ultimate entertainment experience. We're open 24-7 with next-day installations. So call 800-RING-RCN or visit RCN.com.